right, now we're, we're we're transitioning over now. Ah, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Gambit Roundtable. Uh, it's uh, it's more like a triangle table right now because uh, we've got we've got Calvin and Endo here, and then we should be getting Gom and. Uh, fatal here in, in a little bit i think with the off chance that tass will also join us but solo is not here at all um anyways thank you guys for coming today how are you ando and calvin great doing better than your camera um <laughs> thanks bud my camera needs it's just auto freezing now <laughs> your camera just needs you know, you know what it is it's probably because we were talking crap about it before we we came on. That's probably what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think that must be what it is. Yeah, it's um, it's having a rough day. That's for sure. But I'm I'm doing well. Good, good. How was you guys' uh, seasons? All right, I'm just turning this thing off. We don't need this. People don't need to see my face. They they literally don't need to. So. <laughs> Um, my season, I, I can't remember. I think I probably went five and four or maybe six and three. I don't, I don't remember now. It was a lot of ups and downs. Like it was like one week I went two and one, then one week I went one and two. And I guess the last week, I think I went two and one again. So I don't know. It was all right though. <laughs> it's like per usual. I mean, I've told my stream like, my goal right now before I get Reva is to like, just stay in, in Kyber one. Like if I can do that, because there's an ever growing amount of Reva's and it's not like she's the impossible like to beat, but she is a very big like piece, you know, in the GAC realm right now. And so like you have this shrinking Kyber one. So it's like, it's like a burning candle from two ends. It's, it's kind of fun. Yeah, honestly, my season wasn't all that different. I was skating like the line of Kyber one the entire time. Luckily, finished there. Yeah, yeah f f five and four, and I, I mean, it, it, it's it's hard too because like four, it's, I think four out of my five last seasons have all been positive, like five and fours and six and threes, and I'm I'm just skating the line super hardcore that I think even. Even if I do well this next season, I think I'm just in Kyber 2. And I, I don't think there's anything I can do about it. Yeah. I mean, at this point, like I think when I think when this season started, I think there was about twelve hundred in Kyber one. And I I did the math and that was just like off of a basis of like four hundred thousand being in GAC. And it's like if you are in Kyber one at this point, you are like 0.3% the top yeah. player. Like in the like it's like it's like you can really call that exclusive. Like it's it's not. It is a very small portion of the, the uh, the player base that's still there. Hey, we have Fatal here, one of the uh -oh. exclusive point uh, zero three. That's right. Members. But now now we can't see anyone. So um, <laughs> yeah, we'll all be good to see Fatal. eventually. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm late. Happy to be here. It's good to have you. We're happy you're here, my friend. Oh, I found Calvin again. This is good. How did your uh, season go, Fatal? <laughs> well, I don't know, man. It's uh, I've been posting super heavy for the last few seasons, and this season kind of just... 
I wanted to stick with my guns, and I went five and four as a result, and just like barely scraped out positive. Uh, uh, yeah, I went from nobody being able to full clear me for like three seasons straight to just everyone doing it comfortably, and that's a weird mm. feeling. I even ended up posting more, and nothing <laughs> and nothing mattered. It you doubled, out, doubled down. Yeah, <laughs> I was posting six GL Malgus, like. I, I can't even think right now. Like just everything under the sun, and it was still just like, no, you guys still got this. Okay, <laughs> all right, fine. My yeah, apologies. Wild. Were you? Did you also post Revo on defense, or were you one of the the few people that are bringing it on offense? What was that rare? I, I thought that like holding Treya plus Revo was like hard required this season. I I was posting Trey, but like, but that's because I'm also in a spot where I'm not facing it every single round like it's like a I face it every once in a while it was like one guy in a pod every single time I had one so I was like ah I forgot to change my defense I was like well <laughs> like good thing JMK still kind of works oh god dude the number of times I was just like oh man I, I should have held this I'll take it out for next round oh crap I forgot to take it out I'll get it next round next round that's, rolls over that's, <laughs> well, that's absolutely me <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I guess it's just not going to happen this week, guys. Who who can say? You know that that's like the replay of my alt every single season. I'm like, I'm totally going to use that. Like this, this, like next week, I need General Skywalker for offense. Next week, I'm like, damn it, it's still on defense because I didn't change a single thing. Yeah, I I made the swap on stream once just because I was like, if I end the stream, it's not going to happen. <laughs> like, funny. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean. I mean, hey, the trade bug got fixed, and Riva, they could still be Riva, so it's a legitimate counter now. So, all's fair, I guess, but it was still, like, I only saw Riva once, and it was the last match of the season, and that was probably the point where I was the closest to just being like, yeah, you know, I could probably just post Trey on defense and get away with it. Nobody's posting her. The, the one time where I almost did. <laughs> they tried right. to sneak her back wall. Yeah, I mean, so, are you saying that, like, like Kenobi beats her pretty consistently? Uh, you know, like, are you just saying this? Like, he's too expensive for her is is basically the premise there. I prefer my Kenobi on defense. I mean, I, I was posting everything except for JML at one point, and then before that, I was holding. I think it was not nah, Ray was on defense because Ray got good again. I was holding JML plus. I think it was like uh... not SLK. Who's the other? I'm sorry. I'm I'm scrambling this, but a weird night. The C. Yeah, no. It's not C, it's not SLK. It's literally everyone except for the one I'm thinking of. It's not Jabba. I'm sorry, this is great television. <laughs> You're good, man. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The, the thing like, with the stuff, right? Yeah. Lord Vader? The one that isn't C, SLK, JML, Jabba, Ray. Yeah, Lord Vader. Maybe. Yeah, Lord Vader. Yeah, I was yeah. holding him for a while. Good. Yeah, I mean, I, I saw I, I saw too many catastrophes with Lord Vader. I saw people going in and they're like, all right, guys, all we have to do is kill Reva or all we have to do is survive. And they like just failed so hard. Like every time they're like, I don't even care if I one shot this. I just want to multi shot. Like we'll kill a few of them. And and Lord Vader's just like, um, I'm just out. Like I, I haven't <laughs> I have an NBA game to watch. Like, I'll see you guys later. I My hope, introduction I to Lord to Vader to. was like him getting gunned down by his Ori team last season. 
And Zori this season wasn't even remotely close to that good, but that that set my bar really high for Zori and really low for Lord Vader. And I've been like wary about it ever since. Yeah, I I just don't think that I don't know. Like the times that I used General Kenobi, it, it was it was fine against Reva. Um, but like I've I've seen Trey of work. I think you have to. You also have to. It's not it's not one of those like automatically happens. Be, like you, you really need to have the right modding and the right relic levels as well. That that entirely could be it. I mean, at one point I was kind of a truther that the dispel might have been the key. You know, the auto dispel because I I heard some losses were like, you know, Trey got death marked immediately and then I just didn't get to play. And then I saw some replays that were you know in the auto dispel crown that's like expiring in two hours. Uh, right. You know, I saw like Savage or Set would get dispelled, and then they would remove Nihilus's turn meter and torture him, so he couldn't gain turn meter. And they just had like a minute straight to just bulk up on shielding, and then it was just the easiest fight I'd ever seen. But I managed to win mine, and I didn't have that happen to me. But I don't. Know, I guess my Triumvir relics are still fairly high, so it's not really indicative. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> um, yeah, you're, you're Trey of Relic. You probably have one of the highest trios <laughs> in the game, actually, because of the dirty things he used to do to Lord Vader uh, before before it was cool, before the the epic Omicron, uh, like, like one-month window where everyone just <laughs> bludgeoned Lord Vader. That was, that was what it felt like, except it was, like, autopilot. <laughs> It used to be like one of the most stressful counters I've ever played. And then the Omicron just made it like, no, you can probably press auto. And you're you're good, mm. probably. Calvin, how did you deal with Reva this season? Did you see her at all? I didn't. I don't and I don't really know how, because I was in like I, I heard a bunch of people like in Kyber 2 were facing her, but I somehow completely dodged the minefield. If if I had an opponent that had her, and I don't think I did. They weren't on, she wasn't on defense. So I, my tray rode the bench, or not, she didn't ride the bench. She rode defense this entire stinky time and did very nice things there. Yeah. So I'm minded. But I, I didn't see it. would have to be one of the most <laughs> biggest flex I could, I, could, I could ever hear. Well, I mean, I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm not high enough on the leaderboard. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, Everyone I saw, everyone I faced had her. Like I think, I think two people placed on me, and both times I had Kenobi. Because I'll tell you what, I'm I'm one of the more more demoralizing things in this world is having Jedi Master Luke kill your Kenobi. Because I, I feel like oh. Jedi Master Luke is just your um, he's a little bit uh like just the second class citizen at this point. Like well, he's like, yeah, I'm a galactic legend, but I I only kill like half the non-galactic legend teams anyway. So, you know, like it's it's that's why a lot of times I'll keep my Kenobi lately because I'm not I don't know. You can set it up to make it worthwhile, and my defense is usually pretty stout, but you know, people will just and, 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 oh, nothing quite makes you feel like a loser if you like taking your jmk and lose to jml and then taking your jml and lose to jmk you're like well i i guess i'm just the problem yeah there's a common denominator that, mm, mm. yeah i've had that happen with my alt before i'm like all right i guess i'm just icarus this season or this this match like this guy is just clearly beyond me i'm done <laughs> yeah 
Oh, yeah. I was telling my stream, like, it was funny because I, I heard, you know, Fatal, you were saying that, like, well, Ray kind of got good again. I was like, man, she has been, at least in my window, I, you know, granted, I took that, like, two months off. So, I don't know. She might have been just been horrible then. But, like, she's been just so consistently, like, good. She's got to be, like, the most consistent of them. Like, some of them get these, like, high peaks and, and low valleys kind of thing. But she just feels like she stays, like, you know, above the line. She's like, yeah, hey, like, and then, you know, I know Ben obviously added some some of that back to her. But, yeah, they're just, like, the, I think it's half, but just because she has so much synergy with light side. Like, I mean, her leadership and stuff. So, it's, like, anytime a light side character, like, specifically, you know, Cal Kestis comes out, they're, like, Hey, let, let's try her. Let's try him on Ray. Like, she, it's just been such a funny thing. And the reason why I say that is because it's like everyone still doesn't want to get Ray for some weird reason. Like, everyone, if you're in denial now when like Zori is just gutting people down, and like, I, know. I don't know, man, it may, maybe it's not the character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, oh. the two most unattractive things about Ray are essentially both dead in the water now. Like I'm, I'm going to remake like a GL order video sometime soon. And her placement is now radically different. A Zori, because you essentially had five garbage characters or four, I guess four garbage yeah. characters, like, like trash, like bottom tier that are now able to play with kind of like the a minus squad, like gas and whatnot. And yeah. the other problem that's going to, that's kind of going away is a lot of the other Galactic Legends, like Lord Vader, JMK, and SLKR, have a ton of raid viability. And now, if your name's not Jabba, that's also a non-factor. So she's, yeah, she's, she's gone up a lot in comparative value with the other Galactic Legends. No, I agree. She she turd-polished the all of the, the really bad. Uh, not all of them. Honestly, she still has some like more garbage characters that you're not going to use than the average Galactic Legend requirement, but but Zori did clean up quite a bit from that, you're right. You know who I think has the, has the most, and this is weird, who has the most amount of garbage characters right now? Like, they're just completely bad? Jabu? I think it's JMK. Like... Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Cody, Sarge, and there's one other one that's just like, you will never find a place for this character. I won't say you'll never find one for. I think it's Ayla's in there too, but like Ayla's she, a little. I, I didn't she can be trash. Yeah, Ayla's all right. I, I she Ayla's. she can be used. Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, like, she's a, she's a good filler. She's got. Yeah, she's a, a GR level. Jedi for Qui Gon teams at yeah. minimum. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. I mean, she can be. She can use J. I'm trying to remember who who the third was now that I ranked because I recently did a video kind of ranking where all the requirements stand. I someone else, I, I pulled the video or my I guess even just my game. Yeah, I'm doing TV. I made, a, um, made a video a while ago about it. But yeah, there's there's some other third character there, and it's just completely terrible. It's not Cad Bane because he's got a good ship. Oh, it was actually Cad Bane because if you if you don't include an executor farm, and you're looking at just this pure ground value. He has literally no value at all. That's who it was. Yeah, Van Seal screaming. No, I mean, but that's the thing. My Cad Bane, I would like him to be relic eight at some point. Like, I feel like that's irresponsible of me to float around in the top fifty. And not have a relic eight Cad Bane because whatever, dude. Wins are wins. <laughs> no, if you're, I mean, if you're winning without I mean, R five, if like, it works, yeah. Uh, no, I, 
No, I, I think I'd win more, though. That, that's my argument. Like, I, I, it would up my win chances. That's all. Like, I, I put more strain on myself than I have to. Just, like, I put I put Relic 9 on um, IG-2000, on IG-88, and I haven't regretted it yet, because I've had a few people be like, man, like, I, um, your, your fleet was too fast. Like, it, I, I didn't anticipate Relic 9 there. So, like, they tried the wrong counter and lost. Or, or I just did, they were like, yeah, you were doing too much damage. Uh, you know, and the the relic levels they do make a difference, and and in ships, unlike unlike like like at least when you go from seven to eight, it's a big boost for attackers. When you go to eight to nine, it's like, well, did you really have to do that? Like that was almost no gain. Uh, for for uh, relic, uh, for pilots though, it's all just like incremental gains. You know, like you just get a nice boost going from eight to nine. It's not they don't care if you're an attacker or whatever. So, you know. Get, getting getting a boost on Cad Bane. You're right, though. On the ground, he is just. Um, I chuckle when I see him on defense. You know, he's <laughs> he's the I've... he's the latest like Captain Han. I'm bitter that I had to gear Captain Han to get Jedi Knight Luke, uh, kind of gear. You know, people get mad about that. Well, there's this other new phenomenon that I see quite a bit too, where people will build their defenses around. And not everyone, but there there is a select group of people that will build their entire defensive setup around any Datacron, even if the Datacron's garbage. And I remember that happening with CAD, where people would get it, and all of a sudden there's this bounty hunter team that revolves around him. I'm like, guys, he's going from doing 2k damage to 6k. Like, none of this is good. Like, you just threw away your Lord Vader counter to be able to use a CAD Bane Datacron. Like, don't do that. <laughs> that cal datacron is gonna be like the great filter for what you just said i i honestly can't wait to see how many people run it it's... the cal one yes uh, on what like just like with a seer team or what oh no i fully expect that some people are gonna run calcron on raid teams in 5v5 oh yeah and sacrifice like a like a something really good like a sorty cron or a zori cron or something like that i don't i don't know if any of those those are good replacements but just like I mean, Darkest TM just went away. You run that. You're just going to feed Mara <laughs> a free bonus turn. They're immune to stun. Like, it's one of the worst data crowns for the existing meta I've ever seen. But some people are going to be like, damn, that's a lot of words. Slap it. Instant yeah. apply. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that, that does happen. People just apply them. And honestly... Uh, so what do you guys think? I actually kind of hate this Datacron set. Now, I don't really hate, like, necessarily the, like, some of the mechanics are all right, but but the stats are so awful. Just They're just atrocious. Like, I, I rolled a Cron where, I, I don't think I showed it in the Gambit chat. I showed it in a couple other chats. Like, I rolled uh, crit chance, crit chance, accuracy, accuracy. Yeah, and I was the, like, one. I was like should, should I just, like... <laughs> Should I just scrap it now? <laughs> like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold on to it unless I just run out of room, which I don't really run out of room with them, just barely. But, but like just in case we need a, a like accuracy if, against the next set, like you know, knock on wood that there's not dodge. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan, honestly. Like the mechanics, and then the mechanics are like, hey, uh, beat the beat the off meta, or you know, here here's the off meta. Here's a boost for you guys. It's like. Well, Starkiller got a boost, but I, I'm already doing fine with Starkiller. I didn't he didn't need a boost, in my opinion. I I think making Ufu's light side only kind of killed is a strong word, but it, it kind of sucked the wind or the energy out of this set for me. It's just like, oh, well, 
the faction that would have had the most impact on the most teams now just got basically cut in half of like you could have the level three or the level six which do you want oh I, well honestly i'm kind of glad that they didn't let lord vader have maul and have like that combo of ridiculousness but i don't it's just like yeah with, with everything seeming so critches and accuracy heavy like what do you farm for this set? I'm I'm gonna have to redo my farming list of just like okay, everything sucks now, except for like I don't know. I'll grab one for Trunch. I'll grab yeah. one for I don't know, like probably Grievous or something. Now I'll, I'll relook at Seps and I'll, like I'll get one for Tuscans, yeah. but then what? I'm I'm excited for both uh, protection and health steel. I have there. It's not nearly as universal universal as armor or defense was. But man, I've never had a good protection cron for JML. Like I, I it, it was really hard this last um, four months or whatever. Whenever we last got protection, my best one was fifteen percent, and yeah. that yeah. that really hurt. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna try my best to get like a fifty or a sixty or something from this set. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I there was so many calls out like in TW and stuff where they'd be like. Hey guys, bring your best protection cron. Like, you know, you we're using JML. They're like 90% minimum or something. Like it was something what? stupid. Like, and I was just like, I was like, let me see. I was like, I can give you 14%. I was like, that's about as much as JML is gonna get. Or else, like, like it was crazy. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. People were just, I guess they had them. Uh, but yeah, that that is one thing that I feel like if you can get a really solid protection roll, you can increase the viability of jml even in this world where he seems to be finding decreased value uh, i absolutely agree I, I i specifically i spend a lot of of time and effort trying to get a protection cron to replace uh, because what they, they protection two times in a row so i had a really good one in set five and then the last week uh the last conquest of set uh five i also i farmed really hard on set six to get to get a protection one for my main but my alt really felt it like i think my highest was like seven percent it was like yeah. and it was i think it was like a i think it was like a level two cron right. is what it was you know and i'm like i don't even have the mats to get it to level three so yeah right, was... we, we talked about it in jml but like the the protection cron really is kind of his life draft right now of yeah. I mean that that protection cron. I mean the one season where I, I I think it was set six or set four. I was lazy on grabbing protection. Yeah, my JML just had like a twenty percent, and it was just like, sorry man, you don't get to fight JMK anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, and there's nothing really else that you can bring either. Like, yeah, good luck. Yeah, but the one round I lost really hard this season. You know, I, I ended up going six and three. By the way, thanks for asking, guys. But um. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so one of them yay uh but i i lost so hard to arsenal and um i mean part of it was he just it, every once in a while someone will just put up a crazy number on your defense unless you're fatal unless it's this season i guess but um <laughs> sorry too soon probably no i mean uh, but but like i i'm not used to people just destroying my defense like that and he got such a high score and so i go in i'm like all right i'm gonna just if i could do if i could just attack this uh if i could just beat his jmk with my uh with my jml like uh, we'll, we'll have a decent shot and uh, i had somehow also just compounding errors um placed my high protection cron on defense like 
like general skywalker was just like nah nah like <laughs> bet you wish you had this and uh he just died uh, like i i got i got his cat into red and then he popped and then jmk popped his alt and i died and i was like never again like that's one of my number one priorities now is J- a jml protection cron for the set so yeah i think i think my best effort's like a 20 percent. so it's going well <laughs> I don't even think I have one that's uh, again. I'm I'm probably hovering at like ten percent. I mean, if you're a Datacron hater, once set seven goes, you're you're probably pretty happy now, right? Like set eight is yeah. gonna be one of the lowest impact we've ever had. I think. Uh, yeah, I think I, it's. I was gonna say, this is actually probably good news for a lot of people. Um, yeah, because it, it's gonna have some of the least impactful stuff across the, or at least in comparison to you know all the other ones. Because we've had at least, and we might still have one. We've had at least one off meta like GL counter from every single from every single set, if not more. Like there was that one that had like three. Yeah. I think uh one of the reasons why it's gonna be less felt is actually kind of where I'm at, and probably same thing with you, Calvin, but it's just like I don't have Tuscans to nope. relics. I don't have Siri or Cal to relics, like nope. and you know. Those are still like those two are still not farmable, like as far as node farming. And it's like, so that's gonna be at least, you know, two, maybe three months or whatever. Oh, yeah, so this set will end before this I set, can get there. right. Like, so I can kind of ignore whatever that's gonna be. Like, I mean, I still obviously have UFUs and stuff, but yeah, like oh basically that I mean that's one third of the set, right? Like UFUs and then Tuscans, like I might have Tuscans by the end. Um, since they are now farmable and and one's a cantina farm, so that can kind of oh, be yeah, rushed. So if I really like, wanted to accelerate. I probably could. Yeah, like I could probably get a Tuscan team, but like I won't get the full four month usage out of them. So it's like there's two thirds of the set. Like for me, um, you know, separatists are really like my only angle at this point. Um, so yeah, yeah, my, my big one's gonna be trench and um, trench and Mara Jade are gonna be my only level. Not or. Only level nines outside of stats. There's there's a handful that I'll want for stats, and then of course there's uh, the level three. The um, whenever you have two buffs or that you get like stacking offense. Yeah. That one's gonna be fun. Yeah. That one's gonna make some. That's gonna change the viability of some teams. Like JMK was kind of just known for holding his own and then slowly taking you apart. That team's gonna stack a lot faster than it did before. Oh yeah. Yeah. That cat, I mean, she's already stacking offense as is, but with buffs and stuff added to that, it's going to stack even faster for sure. I, I could see that. I was thinking, um, you know, like, because there was a data disk in Conquest um, that was similar to this, and GMY was always a fun one to use in that one. So I could see, like, even JML. Not that, I mean, I know most of their damage comes from the leadership, but. That you know, the big blast once you get into ultimate, that sometimes is like a big killing blow. <laughs> like you just like be like, oh cool, I just made three of your guys vanish, like with an AoE. It's fun. Yeah. Uh I I yeah, there's three V three. How do you guys feel about having three V three as the first uh thing, like the 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 test drive, so to speak, for, for the datacron sets? Like I know it's not exactly that way for like territory horse, but for GAC, uh, you know, like 
if you guys ever had a situation where you're like, this is going to be so good, and then you get to to 5v5, you're like, never mind, it doesn't translate. Um, It's typically almost always the opposite. Like, if something works, typically something, will, I feel like something will work a lot more likely in fives because you have more tools and there's the less, um, like, you're not a Galactic Legend or a kit that was designed to beat them, so you probably just don't um but i i, I kind of like it to an extent because that kind of makes it less you're missing out a lot less in 3v3 by not having like the really high and powerful data cron strategies figured out and i you have a little bit more time to prepare for fives yeah i was kind of wondering and you know like with the um we talked about ray you know in 5v5 she's if you have the right team there's a lot of of that targeting you know the target ally and then gaining stats oh, yeah. but in 3v3 i think the hardest comp that i saw in defense was like the um ray swolo and hermit yoda um and none of those are resistance other than you know obviously ray so i think that stat gain will be less now what does that open up i have no idea but that's one cron that i can think of that's like uh that one will probably see like less of an impact It's going to be a very weird 3v3, I think. All I remember from the last one is I got one taste of Ray-Ben Cal and uh, it completely yeah. shut out Starkiller. I, I was actually kind of shocked. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. But, I mean, the big thing is you don't think about it at the time, but uh, Mara only does one turn tenacity down. Yeah. And in 3v3, she is not taking immediate, you know, full turn cycles. She, she, right. She's going to take her time. And so... Yeah, I mean, as we get closer to Cal going farmable, that could definitely cause a huge wrench for a 3v3. Yeah, so, so you're thinking like Ray, Ben, Cal is is one of the better comps right now? For 3v3, I, I think it definitely could be. At least I was impressed when I fought it. Ray Colbin. Ray Colbin? What did I say? <laughs> no, Ray Calbin. Ray Calbin? Ray Colbin? Ah, ah. Are we going to do the same thing we did with Ronda Rousey? Like, we'll get Calvin to be a character, a playable character. Like, Raid Shadow Legends has has Ronda Rousey as a playable character now. So we yeah. can uh, we could get Calvin could be Ray. one. We can get Ray Calvin as a team. <laughs> can I can I be a um, can I have a conquest Omicron? I know people really like those. Yeah, I that was a thing. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. How about why don't you be a raid? Uh, but you could you could be for uh STR. You could be like a raid Omicron for a good S. Like you could be like a Greedo Omicron. Um, for for like phase two of the Sith Triumvirate raid, that'll be good. I can double tap with like a sixty percent instead of a fifty percent type of thing. <laughs> oh man, I honestly I'd be if, if they. If they upped it to seventy five percent, the double tap, like the the consistent tapping of of Greedo, do you guys think like what what would be the number that would get you to buy in on Greedo double tap, like if they added an Omicron for him? I, oh, I, did I have to drop an Omicron on Greedo? That, yeah, like what's, I would say never. But I, I was gonna know. say what's, like two hundred, maybe. What's the really? effects? I would not drop an Omicron. If I just knew that Greedo was going to keep attacking every single time, I mean, I don't even know if that would be worth an Omicron. What? 
Oh, you're crazy. Like, you what, just what, delete what? a team. You're like, yeah. Greedo gets a turn, and you, you delete a character. Of, of yeah, if he doesn't double, get a turn, or if he gets stunned, explodes. or if they have crit immunity, or if they don't allow for turn meter. Like, there's like yeah. 10 different things that can stop him, Greedo from put him on a Put him on a Java team. How obnoxious that like, you're like oh my gosh like you have some fear there like you're, you're like then calculating when is when is java going because he's gonna dispel greedo because greedo's just gonna destroy one of my characters java ignores taunt too so you can't predict who he's gonna go for oh would be funny that would be kind of that would be just so ridiculous though <laughs> I'd be, I, that'd actually be so like, yeah but they, they should have do that but if they did <laughs> i right. think it's instant apply <laughs> Right. Well, if, nice. if it did turn into a hundred percent or like ninety percent, even, I, I think, I think you just have to be like, all right, Greedo, you're, I guess you're relegate now, and I, I don't know why this is a thing, but damn, the return, the return of uh, flaming hot Greedo, uh, the Sith raid team that <laughs> I used to run. <laughs> yeah, I used to, I used to use a Greedo team in phase two. That was, I, um, I use it in three. Because I didn't have, uh, what the hell was it? I didn't have POW. So I had to run like some, I ran like kind of an offshoot of, uh, what was it? Like this is, CLS it like, Han? Oh, this is like before Chex Mix? It, is, oh, it was Chex Mix, yeah. Yeah, yeah Chex Mix was remember. phase two though, I thought. Wasn't Greedo like no, the fancy player three. version of Chex Mix for people who had him? Uh, maybe it was phase three actually. Like, yeah, Flaming yeah, that was, actually... was like the easier version. You didn't usually have as high damage potential, but I mean, there's plenty mm. to to get to post uh, five percent or so. I just remember is at that point Zetas were so scarce that you couldn't <laughs> apply one to Aura. Oh yeah, no, not a chance. You were like, and we're right back there oh, now. Man. Like I couldn't, I couldn't possibly like <laughs> throw Zetas yeah. on anyone. Like now, I'm just like, oh gosh, what happens if Tarful comes out with four? <laughs> Who's I was, I was trying to think about this the other day, and probably the other day. I mean today. Who's the other character that has four that isn't um that isn't gas? We have one, right? There's an, there's one more character in game that has four that isn't gas. Or am I, am I did I dream that up? I don't think four? so. Yeah, that's yeah. just gas. I think. I mean, Malik was the only gas equivalent, right? And Malik has three. I think he has two. Malik, has Malik three. only has two. Oh. Maybe I'm confused. Well, I guess is what Tuscan happened. Chieftain has one on basic. That might be what I'm confusing because there's very few that have one on basic that aren't Galactic Legends. Uh, I thought you maybe you were right, I, but I think I was wrong about you being right. So I only remember yeah. Gas having four, then Gilles with six. Most heroes journeys have three, and then the legendaries had two. But now that's just like kind of all thrown in a blender. They're just like Marquis. Well they might have warrior three has two like back in the day warrior would <laughs> yeah. have zero right it would have been just like yeah. fox they'd be like exactly. all right here's a character and oh they yeah. would have one maybe you know yes, what Trent, trench feels like he has four because he has four abilities and it's either zetas or omicrons for each yeah but it's not it's not four zetas. i haven't so it's like four oh he has, he has six arms something like that i haven't added a single omicron on him and it's so annoying because it gets the um trenches armicrons there's there's the that plus three that's always by him or three plus i should say like red dots and i was like what the hell do i need to do and it's like one's a relic one and then the three omicrons i'm like oh that is so annoying because like i just want those to go away so i'm like I'm still should, I, should i do the lead <laughs> so i can get rid of that 
three or four months from now, I'm still not convinced that people are going to be like, man, Trench, what a good investment. But I think yeah. those numbers are dwindling. It's tough we'll to say. He has a chance. I, like, what, what do you guys do? Like, so... So this is this is the season of of like this is what trench looks like he's he's like this is what your life will be like in four months trench um like what are you guys doing with Afra now or did did I guess Kelvin did you even did you have Afra yet did you have I still don't have Afra I'll have okay. Afra in two months Sheesh. yeah that's fair I mean like Professor X uh, I'm just like skipping her I, like I'm I'm gonna farm the two bat the murder bots and. Uh, I, I guess Hondo eventually, like he's an easy farm. Like I, I might accidentally fall into getting her. Uh, like once you get three characters to that level, like you may as well just farm the fourth and unlock the quote unquote legendary. But um, yeah, like I, there, there are bigger fish to fry for sure. Um, that being said, like what, what do you do with her now? Now that she doesn't have the crazy, uh, you know, Datacron, what? Where does she go? You don't. You maybe use her in 3v3. That's the story of SOH in 2023 is some teams just don't get used anymore. It's like if 2022 was like, hey, it's lifter season, 2023 is like, and that means that some teams just suck. <laughs> 2023 is the year of seasonal teams, is what it feels like. They're they're gonna exist, they're gonna get a cron where you're like hmm it seems like some of this stuff probably should have been in their base kit and then they're here for four seasons and then they don't exist anymore that's what it feels like to me yeah it's weird because like i think we talked about this maybe maybe it was last time i don't remember now but like we were talking about how even teams that felt really really solid last year like Iden, um they start like it's starting to feel like there's just like okay like i mean she's still like good in the right circumstance but those circumstances are becoming harder and harder to come by and it's weird because like you still use the team from 2017 like of cls i mean there's been add-ons since then but like it's just like that's that team has been like a it's aged very well right yeah it's been like but now it feels like the shelf life of the teams that are releasing today might be like a year. <laughs> but like the year, the teams that like came out in, you know, 2017, 2018, they've had like a shelf life of you know four years or something. I don't depending. think new releases have a guaranteed shelf life anymore. I think some can just release bad now. And like if they expand the board or start adding different systems to counteract that, then that could change. But at least that's my feeling right now. If you already, ha- I missed the rule of 22, right? If you already have 20 teams on the board, then it doesn't matter what the kit does. What matters is how the new character does compared to what you already have. Yeah. Right? If they release a new way to beat CLS and you already have two or three ways to beat CLS, do you care? Right. If you don't have a counter to CLS, I'm like, oh, okay, maybe maybe that's interesting. But Or if it's like a better banner, like yeah, differential exactly. or something, yeah. But like... I don't know. I think CG needs to start offering harder sells than they have been on some teams. Like Sana is uh Sana is the biggest culprit so far. But yeah. there will be more. Yeah, I know I don't know. Is there any way possible that Saw goes into a Sana team? 
like any possible way because i there was a call there's call outs to not is it is it non-rebel tanks or is it rebel tanks or is it scoundrel tanks rebel scoundrel tanks i think it has to be rebel scoundrel tanks and there's so there's no way that saw fits into that because he's like anti-rebel but anti-rebel tag though if you he doesn't so? have the rebel tag, yeah, I, I just actually, it's funny. We like, I'm we were rewatching Rebels, um, me and my my boys, and we're in season three right now. We just watched the the first Saw arc in it, and he's totally, he is totally a rebel. I mean, yeah. he's just kind of a dick, you but know. Is is he in so because I'm assuming we're gonna get the Jedi Fallen Order one? I can't remember yeah. if he aligns if he's kind of like separated from the rebel faction at that point he's he's never really separated from the rebel faction like he's just he just doesn't get along well with them yeah uh, he, like he's he, on Kashyyyk he, being a freedom fighter i think yeah yeah that, he is he's he's trying to liberate them yeah so if you i guess if you view rebel as like like a political faction he probably doesn't fit there but if it's just like a generalized like hey these are just people that hate the empire probably more aligned with that yeah exactly. he's rebelling against the empire and yeah a, a his methods are different and I, I realize they don't get along but i mean like there's tons of people within factions that don't get along um i mean maul and Bo-Katan yeah. didn't get along or mace window and pretty much everyone else yeah and especially yeah yeah this is what makes him so interesting though like leading up to cal is like i mean we had this conversation last month about it. like Saul continues to be the one with like you could do so many things with that kit and like until we know that there's just so much potential right now. I'm curious right. to see. Yeah, I I mean I kind of think he's just gonna go with Mon Mothma is what my current guess is. Like I I'd, I'd take a second like a uh, turd polisher for rebels, you know, like guy who makes other re- rebel fighters good um but well, I don't, one of the better arguments for that know. too is if they're if they're trying to give every single character a home you really like car with sauna and you're and if you're right. you're getting pulled in that direction mon mothma suddenly needs a, a tank, tank so yeah. the two people I, that I mean, like that hate each other sense <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true yeah the two people who hate each other but yeah i want to be a lifter for galactic legend luthan plenty of examples yeah. No, yeah, I mean Lord Vader and Maul is a classic example of <laughs> those that. But yeah. Or even like the whole Sith Empire team. Like the whole Sith Empire team makes no sense. Like there's never been a point in time where Malak, Darth Revan, and Bastashan Fallen have all been on the dark side together. Like they they're they are always at odds. Right. It's true. Yeah. Um I yeah. I, I, I'm the most curious though. I want to see what they do with Tarful or Tarfor or Tar, whatever his name is, <laughs> Tar Boy. Um, yeah, I, I just yeah, I would like to see what what they what they're gonna do with him. Are they gonna get a Wookiee faction or? Yeah, I hope not. Yeah, I'm, I think they will though. I think they I'm, will. There's, I think they will, but I think it'll be TV Wookiees right now. God, I would that would feel so bad though. Like, because if you have the if you have a Wookiee faction, what does your CLS become? 
It doesn't. Like, it you, stays you don't the same. Use it. <laughs> you, you don't you use just, you, you, the Wookiees. You take Vethan, yeah. or not Vethan, you take Vet Chewbacca, you take Zalbar, you take Clone Wars Chewie, and you make the wording super strange in the kit, like they have to be, if they're not an unaligned Force user resistance tank, or if they're specifically a scoundrel rebel tank, or well, like you mess around with the wording in enough way that it doesn't pick up the um, the the good Chewbacca's, they can make it work. And especially, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some clause in the leadership where it's like if four out of the five are Wookies or something like that, because there's all every single Wookiee has a partner. Zalbar has mission, yeah. Chewbacca has Han, um, even Sark could even be like kind of a Tarful's buddy. So I don't, I I think they could easily make a Wookiee faction work. I think it's just going to be a TV thing. Yeah. Could be. That's kind of what I hope. Tarful will be released. It'll, it'll, it'll be the first um, only used in territory battle character. Like, you can't use him outside of that. He doesn't even show up. <laughs> but your, your screen will turn red, and then it will say loss, most likely. <laughs> Is that what happens when you lose? <laughs> I'll double check. <laughs> That's cool. It doesn't happen often enough for Fatal to know for sure. So, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I, I think I, I don't know. Well, what else would he be? What else is he going to be? Like, that's the thing that I want to yeah. know. Like, I, I don't like Saw. I think he's going to be some variant of Rebel, whether he's, you know, like good with good with like an Akbar Omicron team. Like people can just keep doubling down on that team for some reason. Just- Put three omicrons now. Tripling down at this point, yeah. <laughs> Tripling down. Uh, don't make me sad. My my all what's, what's crazy is we but... will get to a point where like three, four omicrons on a team, like not just for like a triple omicron character, but like that's gonna start becoming like a thing eventually. Well, there, there, you know? are, there are um I think we we've just entered into the double. Yeah, like, the do... double is now very normal. Like, oh we yeah, have, we have we have Zorian Rose. We have Treya, and you know, take your pick of either Savage or Talon. And yep. there's there's the Leia and the Akbar one. Ara Juhani, more on Juhani, or um Fulcrum and Cal. Like there's, I mean, we we can sit here yeah. and debate about like the the validity of all of them, but like they're very much a thing now. Yeah, for hey, sure. Asajj Marin, it's true. Yeah, Asajj yep. Marin, that's there's another one that's gonna be. Yep. Yeah, eventually there's... we'll hit three too. To your point, yep. Ando. It's going to be crazy. We're going to be like, oh my gosh, this team is so much better now with this third Omicron. And it's going to make you want to get the other two because you were like, at first you were like, ah, it's maybe, you know, a good early game investment. And all of a sudden you're going to be like, dang, man, all those people that rode the Akbar, play a one, they're going to get paid <laughs> well, off here. <laughs> that's how, that's how I really feel about Asajas right now, actually. Because um, hers, Without Marin, it, it honestly it changes nothing. Like she has a she has a much better way at chewing an enemy team down by reducing their max health and defense. The only issue is like all the problems that Night Sisters had for the longest time, it did nothing about it. You're still gonna get run over by troopers. You're still gonna get run over by bounty hunters. You're not gonna be able to really catch up. Like you don't have a turn meter overfill. You have no real dispel outside of like Talia's really terrible one. Uh, so there's no way to mitigate it. And Marin comes in and she's like. I can mitigate all of that. And You're... on top of it, Asajj can actually whittle the team down and destroy people. Yeah. You, you still don't really post nice on defense with Marin, I don't think. Unless you just don't think your opponent has a brain. 
Well, yeah, because you're the only thing that Marin doesn't solve is permakills. Like that, that's still going to be a thing, and there's no way around that. Permakills, troopers can still win. Although troopers had a revive lock, so that that may this season might not have been indicative of how that's going to fly in the future. But yeah, I would say it's still somewhat concerning. But I mean, but either the way, they're is... like miles ahead of where they were before. Oh yeah, no, yeah. absolutely. It's just the the AI plays Night Sister so horribly, and I mean, even just like we talk about Asajj and Asajj Omicron. It is absolutely insane when combined with Marin with all the plague and the heal block. The AI never uses Asajj AoE unless it thinks it can fish for a kill. Yeah, so terrible. You might have two Night Sister Omicrons, but if you pose them on defense, you're playing with one, basically. You'll have right. the extra stats and protection regen, but the thing that makes them nuts, you will not have on defense. Yep. Yeah, yeah I, I have to live with the same fate with my stupid Luminarcron as well. <laughs> like, the cleanse and everything is, like, super great. The AI will not use it as a cleanse, though. So it, it's just garbage. Yeah. It might be garbage without, or even if it did. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it would be it would be slightly better garbage. Yeah, I, I really like the Asajj one right now. Um, well, oh, I do too, it, yeah. in certain... Well, in certain contexts, like I, I use it, I, I still use a decent a, a decent amount on my alt, and sometimes even on my main if I can find the right, uh, if I, if I can find the right team to, to like like Qui Gon. Um, if people put down like the the less than a Ahsoka plus GK, and then the you know the main three for Qui Gon team, like if they put down less than that, like they they put down like, hey, I've got Plo on here, or whatever, like. It, usually my nice sisters are enough to take that out. I I yeah. use nice sisters every round and uh two one, two five v five seasons ago when heavy defense was better because they could two shot Malgus and even potentially one shot if the Malgus wasn't relic nine of Yeah, you know the the heal block on the sides with the plague, you know, the, you can't heal block Malgus, so he's not gonna go anywhere if he's correctly built. But yeah, I mean, when mud wrestling was like way more viable and like you could routinely stop people from clearing, that Night Sister kill into a cheap cleanup actually like was pretty damn good to have. Interesting. Oh, that's how like even, even like so my Night Sisters are still pretty bad. Like it's a lot of gear 12, but they're kind of like having an extra annihilate in the pocket because eventually like Asajj will just whittle someone down like a solo Malgus. If I have five minutes to AOE him over and over and over and over again. He will eventually go down. It's the, uh, pretty much the same thing as taking Mason against him, except for I believe hers can be resisted, which kind of sucks. Yeah, it can. But yeah. It's true. Um, yeah, I I just like the healing immunity. That's that's the thing that I've been been loving. It just messes with certain teams, especially the Qui-Gon team, I guess, is the thing that mostly like... Oh, yeah, it does. You get you get Anakin down to a certain level, and if he's got healing immunity, then you kill Qui Gon. And if you survive his big hit, which is the big if, but if you do, then you can potentially just uh, I don't know, just run the table, um, like they just take him out right away, just do one plague, like one basic from Talzin, and it's it's done. So, um, uh, but obviously, like the Mar Marin is Marin is going to be nice. So fatal, you you wailed on her, right? Like you have her. Um Yeah, I did the testing and everything. Uh the big thing for yeah. me was that she killed Jabba, and then after I did that one round, the next round everyone just like catered their defense to deny them from getting a meaningful fight, which is fun. Uh 
but I love yeah. the tough, tough groups. <laughs> it's so obnoxious. Yeah, it's I don't know. This season just kind of irritated me the most, but um, no, I mean it's insanely strong. There's a couple of bugs that I actually want to see fixed. Where like one of them is that she's reviving. Like she uses that you know magic move, and then it's supposed to revive once. It just keeps reviving, and uh, specifically, I think it's actually bad for the team. Like it might sound like a good thing, but the way I think Marin plays, you don't want zombie. You don't actually want extra security. You kind of just want people to start dying so you can start exploiting it. And so it makes that button really clunky where like, okay, I push this once. And then like the next three or four times that someone dies, it's just going to keep rocking. And like, again, that might sound like an upside, but for the way a lot of fights play out, you know, it's Talzin lead, right? You want to push buttons and get the assists and all that. And and instead she's just like, nah, revive. I'm doing my job. Isn't this great? Revive. It's like, could you just chill? I don't know. <laughs> like, it almost makes me not want to use that button sometimes just because we need to get to the good part. It's like having zombie on the team, except for they're not. It's just a bug. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. I mean, I, I've done that before of just like putting your, you know, put your nice sister initiate in instead of like a, a good fifth. And you know, like she just dies so often that it ramps your team really fast. Like that's um, it's always been one of my favorite ways to play Nice Sisters. Is just you know everyone dies all the time except for a thick Daka, and you just pray to God they don't remember to, that they can stun her at will. You know, like if, if it's yeah, a grievous like, team or legitimately, something. Death Storm. That's how they want to play now. Okay. Like. No, like Deathstorm is the way they want to play now. It's so good. Like De- I, I, I you know, regardless of how so cool. I, I, I geared initiate for this team because I didn't want to run Spirit against Java because the the Terminator removal would give him the bonus protection. And so I was like, I'm pretty sure the correct answer here, like maybe it's Talia, but I don't think it's Talia. I think it's Initiate for, for those Deathstorm reasons. And she she did her job. Kind of. Actually, she didn't die at all. They killed other people instead. <laughs> but in my heart, I won. So she did her job. <laughs> they're they're right. like, initiate's too hard to kill. Let's move on. Move on I, to the I, next. I botted her to be as squishy as possible. <laughs> so she she was botted for like all crit chance, I think. So what's what's the Marin team in threes? I don't even know if there's that much diversity there. I mean, so it, it's Talzin plus Marin guaranteed plus one. And it's like, do you want Daka? Do you want Asajj or the Omicron? Maybe you'd look at Zombie in some context, but again, I, I just don't know how I feel about Zombie. No, I'm pretty sure I know how I feel about Zombie. I'm pretty sure I don't like Zombie with Marin. But, I mean, it's, it's a question of use case, right? And Night Sisters kind of are on a toolkit system right now where you're not running two Night Sister teams. Well, maybe in 3v3 you are, but for the most part, you're going to give Marin that priority to just pick and choose whoever she needs to get the job done. And then it's like, does she have 3v3 defense prospects? If yes, does Asajj actually move the needle? I don't think she will, so then maybe, yeah, that extra zombie insurance or DACA could possibly work. Because, you know, Bam sucks in 3v3, so you don't have to worry about that revive block. Super Revive Block Ron is gone. They maybe won't have enough damage to push through as fast as they need to. You know, 3v3 can maybe make that more interesting on defense, I think. Yeah, that's fair, honestly. I didn't quite think about, yeah, because a lot of the revives, anti-revive stuff is, is kind of uh, weakened. 
sports but, posted I would have to like go through the list. Like bounty hunters are probably still just not care. <laughs> yeah. Too much healing. Uh, grief would probably cool down cycle off of plague stacks too, right? Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> but I I will say, well, not probably this season because it, I mean, if you posted Lord Vader um with the dots, I don't think I don't think you can get through them, right? Uh, Lord Vader. So I was going to say, though, like, well, you know, you might be taking away a Lord Vader counter or an off meta of it. I'm trying to remember the old Lord Vader dot crime. Was it also with cooldown or was it just dots? I know it was just dots yeah. because the, okay. the cooldown one that came, it was with um, I was with dodge. Oh, you're sorry. The level three. Wait, what's the no, they were different. Yeah, I think they're different. I think you're right. Oh, I'm trying to think of what the level three was for, though. I don't. Well, it was probably really bad because level both his level six and nine were very good. I don't think it necessarily was that good. Like, wasn't that the one that kind of had like stacking crit damage if you hit no, more that... than? Oh yeah, I think it was that yeah. one. Because I remember Lord like that being a thing for Lord Vader's AOE. Because yeah, the dot one was 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 separate from it. Yeah, so I think you're right. I think maybe three v three Lord Vader might be too much of a pain to get through with bounty hunters. Yeah, you have to have Maul because if you don't, if you don't have Maul in there, then you can do Fennec, Grief, and then either Embor or Boba. Either one of them will get through Lord Vader. Mm -hmm. um, but if you put Maul in there, they have to have Grief and Bam to not die. And if they have that, they don't have a dispel and then they lose. So if there if there's any time to put Maul back with Lord Vader for threes, it's now, or at least it will be for me. Yeah. Who is the third, I guess, Royal Guard, huh? It's yeah, yeah uh, Royal Guard. Ninth, maybe? I'm trying to think. Some people did Thrawn. I don't know why Thrawn, you did Thrawn over Royal I remember Guard, but... Thrawn being a thing, too, actually. It was kind of wild. Oh, well, Thrawn, Thrawn, needed now, Thrawn, stops, Thrawn stops bounty hunters sometimes, at least. It makes it dicey, at least. For yeah, sure. Outside yeah, of the, um, outside of the the protection up crime, he, he, had, he, had, he does add some complication. Yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't, Lord Vader's just in a weird place right now. I think I'm going to miss the Candy Cron. I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss all of set six. Rest in peace, rest si set six, because it's, um, it's been, a, it's been a good one. It's my favorite so far, I think. Yeah, I think it was really good, honestly. I, didn't I am, I am it. glad that it is over, though, to be honest. <laughs> Cause there was, I mean, cause we started at the, I feel like it was like at the very end, people did start realizing like what you needed to do to make Lord Vader non-troopable. Like it did take a while for, cause like it was the whole weak, you know, weak ally thing, right? Like you had to yeah. make sure that like in, and different crons interacted differently with the thing, you know, with the character kits, it was like, you might think you have the weakest Darth Revan, but like if your Kron is also adding like fifty percent health or something like that, like you probably boosted him up past you know whoever else you put in there, HK or whatever. Well, and so and that's now, like, the, um, <laughs> oh, I've seen that even now a lot on the sortie teams, Ando, because a lot of yeah. people are putting if, if you put if you put your Ben Solo first, yep. his unique is being processed 
before the VIP does. And so you have all these people out there who've like, they tested an arena, everything works correctly. And they go to GAC and they put in a different order. And right. it, all of a sudden Barris has VIP. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. The unique thing is pretty tricky. Uh, just have to remember that like it all applies uniques in the order in which you place. So that's why like for a long time, people were like, Oh, I've got a three-star Chupio. Where am I placing him? It's like, you place him right after CLS, let him, let him boost himself up and then let, um, the chewy unique give guard to the weakest. Sometimes it didn't matter though. Nice. I liked I liked the setup. Like, and I didn't didn't end up really being that big of a deal, but I did like the setup where um, you could choose depending on where you placed Chupio if you want yeah. to guard on him or not. Oh, that that was. I mean, that was nice. Yeah. As long as you're aware of it. Yeah. 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 It's always interesting. Like. Every once in a while, it feels like there's a there's always a resurgence to back to like, hey guys, remember uniques like place in like it, it it matters like squad placement matters, or I guess unit placement matters inside of a squad. Oh well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Whenever characters die, like the auto revive things that happen, like that still right. it still matters, like where you put. Where you're putting zombie, where you're putting old Daka and stuff like that's right. the stuff that I haven't really thought about that much because I don't I don't play that many teams that that have that much of an issue with it. But um, well, it used to be. I mean, I still do it just out of uh, just out of nostalgia, oh, kind of. But yeah, I always yeah. put fives in the final spot because oh yeah, otherwise that's where he goes. That's it. Just feels right when he's there. Yeah, like it, it sucks because he's the highest other relic on the team. So I'm I'm constantly just like you click yeah. on you click on uh General Skywalker and then you have to just skip fives. You can't click on him yet. Um yeah. but yeah. Yeah, that's where he goes. That's his home. Even though they fixed that bug like years ago. That's just right. where oh, it yeah. goes. Well, it's really like it's it's it is straight up nostalgia though. Like it just it feels right, yeah. even though it does absolutely nothing. Yep. That's uh, I will never not put put him there. He's got to always go in that spot. It seems important, honestly. Some things are just important. It's true. <laughs> um, how fatal went to get his uh mic to stop popping. I think. Um, yeah. So what do you guys think? You know, Fatal Fatal mentioned like he got five and four and he kind of implied in a way that if he had a worse than five and four season, that would have been a failure. I'm not not trying to put words in his mouth, but it kind of sounded to me like he was saying that. And I tend to I tend to kind of like that's kind of my mental line of if I've gotten five wins, if I have got a couple fights to go, like I can kind of just relax, even though I'll still try. I'll still, you know, but I, I just uh, don't care as much like what. Do you guys have a line like that? Do you care? Do you just do you just want every single win no matter what? My current line is the Kyber one to two line. <laughs> like as long uh, as I stay okay. above that. And also factoring in the um squish. But that part's like less to me. Like I don't mind dipping into Kyber two. I just want to make sure that like during those off weeks, you know, like right now, like that I, I get the Kyber one, you know, two hundred and sixty or whatever it is crystals 
um, and the payout, the end of like season payout that's based off of like where you finish. Um, that's for that's it for me. Like, I mean, wins are nice. Um, obviously it's crystal income, but at the end of the day, like, um, yeah, that that's kind of all that I'm looking forward to is those big payments, making sure that I get as many crystals as possible, and so that way I can keep up with my farms and keep up with my gear and all that good stuff. So I'd say it's less than like a number thing and more just like, hey, let, let me just try and stay in Kyber one. Because that's that's hard now. <laughs> oh, it's a legit challenge. I mean, Calvin, you were saying that you're you're kind of close to um just not uh like you, you think next season might just be a Kyber two season for you. Yeah, I if I go I think I haven't drawn the numbers up, but I think I have, would have to go seven and two to finish in Kyber one. And that's not happening like that. I no, have no, not no. done seven and two since I was climbing all the way back up from whatever, wherever I got originally placed like Kyber four or whatever. So um, I'm and, and like that, it, it, that does kind of suck. Like I'm performing the same way I performed the last six months or so, or, or even better and i'm getting relegated both in title and in crystal income so but to go to your original question i i do i do just feel good when i get five and four yeah like or even even like i won't lie four and five isn't completely terrible what feels bad is three and six like i i got that once and that that felt bad like you you just kind of feel like trash yeah i could see that um yeah. yeah i'm not I, I know my my alt my alt keeps bouncing around like it it seems like kyber 2 is just its home i I just can't leave it you know one time one season i was like all right well the season is going to hell let's just um let's just tank for you know the rest of the season we'll just take losses and then then i got that matchup with glermit and uh you know i was just like all right, he's going to try and I I don't want to just make him feel like totally disrespected. So I decided, you know, like, all right, let's go. Let's go. And if I'm going to, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll play to my, to the best of my ability. So we were both in Kyber three, like he's, he usually lives in Kyber one, but he had fallen back because he had forgotten to sign up or something a few times. Um, and then after that, the rest of the week, the other two players were so easy. I was just like, all right, fine, fine. So I even just got into Kyber 2 there, just like almost by accident. So I don't know. Uh, Kyber 2, it's just, it's the place to be, I think. Yeah. It's the new Kyber 1. Yeah, it's a party down there. And like like uh, Dufine was saying, like, but I am I know I'm eventually ending up there. Like I've been oh, straddling yeah. the line for, I think now two seasons. Um, but it's more like at this point, it's not like I said, it's not even like crystals. I mean, although that's a great part of it, um, it's actually just like kind of like, how long can I hang up here? Like, can I stick around long enough? Like, I'm hoping at some point that like CG is like, okay, yeah, guys, we we realize now, and we were we were trying to implement like a new GAC system, uh, you know, updated GAC board or whatever. We're gonna issue out like you know the new division stand up or like the new division um like splits or whatever um we were just kind of waiting for that but like that's kind of what i was hoping for in this road ahead like now that we're kind of getting close to just 1000 but obviously it didn't happen 
Um, but yeah, it's just more or less like seeing how long I can stay up there now at this point. Like as long as I, as long as I win enough to stay up there, then I feel like that's a good season. It's a little bit like the zombie apocalypse, like yeah. the, the appeal of it. It's like, how long could I survive? Yeah. You know? Like for some reason that's just really, really appealing to me. Or just yeah, <laughs> well, like cardio in this aspect, mods. <laughs> yeah, probably. Or yeah, yeah, probably. That'd probably be the best thing. Yeah, do your do your cardio every day. <laughs> um yeah, I mean or like just I mean, same thing with like those old games, right? Like sharks and minnows or whatever. It's just like you know like eventually everyone becomes a shark, but you just wanna stay that's a pretty good comparison yeah you just want to stay see how long you can last right or whatever it's just kind of funny at this point it is just like actually hilarious to me like the swish and stuff i know it is tied to a very real thing like with crystals and stuff but it's just funny because they they haven't said anything um from my knowledge they were made aware like through like kind of official like communication and so like they know what's happening they haven't issued out any, like I said, like official communication or like, Hey, we're looking into it or yeah, anything really like, so it's, it is, I'd say like intentional. I, I, I don't think we'll get to the point though, where we're all in Kyber two. I kind of hope it does because then they have to address it. Uh, I, I assume. Well, yeah, when the top 50 leaderboard is 37 people, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's going to cause some issues. That's why I've held that joke for so long is I'm I'm kind of anticipating it just because like if we wanted to get fixed that's probably the way. That's that's just so crazy. I mean yeah. No well, crazy at least. Thing. Yeah. I I I'm right there. I I want it to happen just cuz uh, like I just want to see what what does happen. Like what it's going to something's like eventually we're plotting toward either like one day they're just going to have some random like small note in, in their bug fixes they'll be like fixed a squish problem <laughs> or something or or it is just going to come to a head and everyone's just going to be like how stupid are you cg and cg's going to be forced to answer <laughs> like cg's going to be like i don't know like kind of stupid i want to say um I, like i i just want to know what you know that i at this point how could they not know like for the first i don't know six months of it I was like, may, maybe they're just a sure. little bit not, not knowledgeable. But but yeah, like so many people have said things about it, and they still haven't done a single thing to address it. They haven't said anything about it other than Meatface saying, "Oh, well, I'll, I'll let people know about this." Yeah, I still think it's because they're they're not going to comment on it until they show the new thing, because that's the only reason I can imagine that they waited this long. They're gonna I, overhaul GAC or whatever, maybe make a board expansion or something. Be like, and this new leaderboard system. I, see, I mean, I yeah, I mean that that could be a reason. I just feel like they, with it being so drastic, where like it is limiting down now to like I said, top point three percent or whatever is now, and that's like if you're in Kyber One, you are in that very small percentage of player base. I just feel like they would say like, Hey guys, we, we see something we, you know, like we have some, a fix in place. It's going to be a while or whatever. Like, like we're working on it or something. I know they don't historically do that, but like 
for big bugs, they actually do usually come out and say like the mm-hmm. team is investigating, you know, like, um, and maybe, I, I don't know, maybe they just, oh, they just, I don't know. They have a list. They do have a list of bugs. Like that, that's a thing, you know, yeah. like they, they definitely have a list that's like, Hey, here's the, here's all the bugs that, that we have here going on right now. Um, Admiral Trench, Gino Shimbrood Alpha. I, I think it would be important for them to at least acknowledge that like, this isn't intentional, right? Like we're not intentionally like, cause the, the, the kind of like mantra I think going around is that like, well, this is a good thing for CG. Why would they, you know, it's like they're lessening the crystal income right. of the mm-hmm. overall, right? Like, I think it's important for them to make that distinction as say like, Hey, we're not doing that, right? Like we're not intentionally trying to shorten the crystal income and, and, you know, force people into like, you know, either spending for crystals or just not getting, you know, the, the farming refreshes or whatever that they need. But, you know, I've been wrong before. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it just comes down to no communication, right? And like, when there's no communication, then people can fill in the silence with whatever they think that it is. Oh, yeah. But until Whatever. they ever say something, we just don't know. Yeah. Well, even with the, even with specifically the squish, like the amount of harebrained theories that people were tying this to, it, they were just out there. Like, oh, it's it's nine instead of twelve, and that's the issue. I'm like we like, and then Portalion would have to get out the data. Like we know it's not like this. This has been happening even since before. <laughs> Yeah, poor Taliana, man. <laughs> I because well, I was to wondering... listen to like everybody's like random theories on things. She's like, we we have data on this. Like it's we know what it is. But so I think so I think it was happening before. I I don't know the actual data, but I I know it was probably happening before because they did put out like a force distribution. You know, like they're like, hey, ten percent is gonna be in Kyber one. 20% is going to be like, you know, it's the standard bell curve basically. Um, and when we started Kuiper one, there was like 10,000 people in there. So I know like we, we were going to lose people like throughout this whole thing. I don't know if it's, you know, I don't know again, like if it was that at the true, same yeah. rate or, you know, like if we've increased or if it is the nine to 12 schedule or, but there yeah, are... I mean, we were going to lose people regardless the problem is it seems like we've gone way like beyond the like, hey, there's 10% of us. And they're like, no, just keep going. <laughs> well, there were, there were three things that happened. So that was the first thing that happened was they they split up everything the way they wanted it to. The issue was they put they gave us the GP marker. Yep. And then and they, they had everything specifically split to get I think it was like, I forgot their exact numbers. I think it's 2% or something like that in Kyber one. And then a week passed by everyone juiced up their GP to be able to get into a higher Kyber or whatever. They had a stream where they put a Zeta on Jedi Master Kenobi or something. And all of a sudden, <laughs> the, the percentages were already... I that in. <laughs> the, the, the percentages were already completely off whack. So you're right. Like, they were they were way above where they were supposed to be. And the second thing was, the, the squish is a linear... Talionic has, has explained it better, but it's a linear squish where it goes only up in one direction and it wasn't actually getting smaller at least at the rate it was supposed to so they eventually had to put in uh, and this is why it's only affecting kyber one and kyber two they had to put in a downward linear squish into into kyber so um 
it's now pushing down and it shouldn't like there, there's a better way to do it that i don't know how to explain uh, i've listened to her podcast with um all hell table under the under the hall tables with voxen and celiac sarah like that's where i'm getting this from and but that that's the core problem right now is we have it, there's an algorithm or something a specific system of the squish that's pushing down and pushing up at the same time to where like kyber 3 is huge right now like kyber 3 is way larger than it should be yeah Kyber 3 is? Interesting. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. Kyber is actually the size it's supposed to be. Kyber 2, you're saying? Kyber 1. Ky uh, just all of like Kyber. Over Kyber, Kyber 5 yeah. through, through 1 is actually the size it's supposed to be. Oh, okay, so we don't have strays just getting shoved into a rhodium. Yeah, for for this, at least. Okay. The only people who are really affected are people who, you know, quote-unquote, should be in Kyber 1 or Kyber 2. Everyone else, it's it's probably the fine. It's probably fine. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's uh. But but I mean to go back to Endo, your point of of like you you care about the line of Kyber one to Kyber two, like yeah. It, it even uh, so, the crystals are are you know actually a thing. Um, yeah. However, I. I think for me, the bigger thing would be I I don't want the embarrassment kind of of being in Kyber two. Not not that it's embarrassing to be in Kyber two, but like I I just like the I don't know the position, the title, the I don't know what you'd call it, but like I, I like the placement of status. being there. Status, sure, you know, like yeah. like when my alt got into Kyber one for a little bit, like I was like, yeah, I'm Kyber one, you know, like I didn't care about, I didn't even notice the crystal difference. I, I don't didn't care. Yeah, it, it mattered a lot more to me. Like, and so getting shoved into Kyber two due to no fault of your own is demoralizing. And these are like the really dedicated players. Like, it, I feel like that's the biggest travesty. Like, no one cares if they're getting shoved down from uh, like Chromium one to Chromium two or something. You right. know, I mean, maybe they do. Yeah. but it's yeah, and and it, there's definitely you know, it there's also the streaming aspect, right? Like. You want to be like, hey, we're facing the best, you know, the best kind of thing. Um, True. You know, you want you want to have good matchups, basically. You don't want people to be like, well, you only win because you faced a Relic 7 Lord Vader, you know, like, like my matches are way harder kind of thing. So it's like, you know, you want to stick around where people are, you know, they've got the Relics and they've got the mods and they've got the everything else and makes life like incredibly hard for you <laughs> um but it makes for good you know viewing because you get to see like all new toys or different like how different relics would you know play out differently and or different omicrons and different um datacron combinations and stuff like that yeah because i mean like in kyber 2 you like yeah there's just so many times where it's like i mean if they even put on a datacron it's like Okay, like I good job you gave like Lord Vader, I don't know, like tenacity or something. I don't know. Like just like it's just like I don't know where this really like applies here. Maybe it does, but maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Um, yeah, you start to just get into like, oh, I just put on a a Datacron because I had one and he's my best team, so he obviously gets one. <laughs> right. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, I mean, not not everyone cares, I guess, about getting into Kyber, 
one or whatever. I, I just um I feel like the people a lot of people who are in Kyber One though would care more about it than others. Like you know, some people are there because of their competitive nature or something. For sure. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it, it's just the weirdest, like, kind of long-term problem we've had as a community for a long time, I feel like. Yeah, I I would agree. Fatal, what's the farthest you've fallen lately? I was falling down to, like, mid-40s, but I kind of rebounded. I mean, honestly, over the course of the GAC existing, that's kind of always been the pattern for me is... You know, depending on how in tune with the season I am or not, or if I'm going down with the ship with a certain strategy that's no longer good, I'll definitely like tank down to 40s or 50s. But usually that's like the wake up call of like, all right, we got to correct, <laughs> start repairing, start working back towards 30s, 20s ish. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I, I like. I've been, yeah, I wish I could say that I'd only fall into the 40s, though. I haven't really fallen below the hundreds, so I guess I'm happy enough with that. Um, anyways. It's anyways. honestly mostly just as a result of the defense play style. It's kind of acted as a buffer where you just make them play a different game than they're used to. And the majority of people seemingly don't want to have to figure you out or deal with it. So, I mean, that's kind of been my philosophy is be more trouble than you're worth. And for the most part, it kind of helps defend your rank. It's like the majority of people just don't want to put that much effort into a GAC rounds. Yeah, I, I I always just go in swinging, man. I I like I like the challenge, even even if I do just get destroyed. There's a lot of people out there who just are probably just objectively better at this game than me, but I'll still go in swinging anyway. So I'm like, I I doubt this guy beats me ten out of ten times. Like, there's a you're seeing there's a chance. You know, um, yeah, I could try to get a podcast question here if you guys want. I didn't actually go and grab them, but I can go look. Yeah, let's do it. I'm done. Do it. All right, guys. If I could go to the right uh, Discord server, that would help as well, I think, in theory. Just, just grab one from a different. I say you just, can go to mine. Just, just grab one from a different <laughs> that's server. True. That's true. Dayhawker's got like 15 in there. Just pick one. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. So um all right. So any teams you used to love which are now consigned to at best C tier and thus bring a little tear of nostalgia to your eye when you spend a moment pondering what might have been. <laughs> Who made that comment? <laughs> Someone called now this is pod racing. Okay, I like, like your comment. Name. It was funny. Yeah, uh, no, no, was, I just could feel the despair in in the <laughs> actual question. So that's why I found it funny. Right, no, that, I mean, it was it was it was funny. Um, gosh, that's a tough one. Honestly, it's a tough one because I feel like they like I could mention a few, but like there are certain things you know like like either they come back or like they have a small resurgence or but i don't know like i know for a while i kind of felt that way with treya um like this was like probably a year or so ago like 
I felt like her best thing once once she kind of got the nerf, or I guess once uh, Darth Vader got the nerf, and he she wasn't really used with, um, you know, to kill GL Ray. It was like, oh man, like the best thing that I can kind of come up with is she can like two man Geo's teams, which were like legitimate teams back then. But like I don't know, it just felt like like she fell off but now it's like oh my gosh like she's back in such a good way like i mean she's so freaking good that omicron is so good the other sith that can go with her make her so much better um so yeah and i know that's not quite answering but like for a while i really did i like i worked so hard for treya like finding a guild that could actually clear um sith raid and then like i got her and it's like like i said like she did okay things, you know. I don't want to downplay what she did, but it was not like like now she's back, you know. Like it, and it feels really good. Like it feels like you need like two or three treas and just to help you out, like clearing through some some of the 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 crap that that they place now, and just play, place your own on defense. <laughs> I think mine's Aiden. Yeah. Iden pulled some serious weight for like an entire, probably an entire year of where it was a guaranteed 65 on the board every single time. And then we like in the, in the past year with all the meta teams that are coming out, we got enough that Mon Moth was no longer uh, a, a top 22 team. And the second that happened, her, her value essentially just went from hero to zero for me. Like just went, went straight down. Yeah, people are putting Mothra on defense all the time. You don't see it that much anymore. You're right. No. No. Yeah, that Kyle Katarn boost was for about a year. <laughs> yep. Uh, introducing the Sa Guerrera boost. Yeah. I would not be surprised if it is like anti Empire to the point where it stops Aiden. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either. Brannis already kind of does that, though. That would just be, I don't know. You might be right, but. I hope, I don't know, I hope for some crazier stuff. Yeah, I, I hope, I hope not. I hope, like, it seems like there's a lot of anti-Empire stuff lately. Maybe that's just... CG just needs to chill on the antis. It's kind of making certain parts of the game less interesting. Yeah, I, I liked Aiden pretty well. I don't know, you still get some mileage out of her every once in a while like every once in a while i'm like oh i think Aiden beats this and she does and you're like oh that was awesome i mean she still beats cls pretty pretty consistently if uh they don't have the chupiocron then it's just kind of you know the people who are swear who swear by it and then that person you like you look at their history you're like oh like you've been lying this season because chupiocron destroyed you at least one time I think going for Chupio's stun instead of Chewy's stun made the difference. Because I lost going for Chewy's stun, and then the moment I switched to Chupio, I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. Makes sense. Well, yeah, like, you don't want Chupio to move, basically. You don't want him to hit back. Yeah, like, going for Chewy's stun, because Chupio's still assisting and feeding more protection up, you just... Like, he's effectively healing him. You're, you're having to cut through, like, double the bulk that you All signed right. up for. Yeah, yeah. So shooting Chupio first. All right, I'll try that sometime. Maybe, maybe some people aren't lying. Then who knows? 
Oh, they might still be alive for all I know, but just <laughs> that, that, that was my personal experience losing and then fixing. That's I mean that that's a pretty relevant team still on defense. You can you can hunt with them. Um, yeah, I'm actually uh, like nice sisters for me. That I mean, Fatal, you and I were both like we're both suckers for for the off meta nice sisters garbage. Um, especially back when people placed Grievous on defense, like it was just like all right. Well, I don't know if my win like my victory level like like my win rate is. 80% or whatever like you have a 20% chance to get a win here but but I'm I'm going for it if you place your grievous I'm going for it um and now now that Marin's coming back I'm like I don't I don't know what to do with my hands like this is exciting you know I don't know like I don't know how to how to deal with it yeah, I think her main or best job is going to be Jabba hunting. My real question is what does GAC look like if everyone feels like they have to hold Jabba as a result a, what's Marin doing? And then B, like, is this just going to force a cheesier meta? Because then I don't even know if I'm happy with that end result. It's true. Well, I mean, yeah, I want to know what they're going to do with GAC and, you know, and Territory Wars. It seems like they're, they're going to have to do something. Yeah. I, I hope so. I truly do. <laughs> Anna, did you have a team? And I just spaced it uh yeah i mean you guys mentioned good ones i mean i guess like this i don't know if this necessarily fits it but like i just miss like and there's i could obviously still play these teams but like i just miss how stupid some of my first teams were like in squad arena i was just like like back in you know 2016 or 2017 whenever i started i forget i think it was like late 2016 and i, I was just like I, I mean, like, I was like, I swear, like, the OG Boba lead is just going to be the best thing ever. It's like 50% crit damage. And, uh, and I, I remember doing, like, that plus Vader plus, like, Stick Ray. Just, like, some of the old teams that just made no sense. But you're like, this has to work. Like, I promise you this has to work. That that team for me was like I don't know it just like brings back like the amount of like joy that I put like just collecting randoms and just being like this team will definitely work trust me as I sat at like three thousand <laughs> and everyone's like no it's it's EP Vader man <laughs> I was like <laughs> <Yeah>. crap <laughs> oh man I, I but I thought it would work yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Uh sadness yeah i do I, I, hope like it at some point like i know gas is still really good and i know like krons can help him out but like i'm hoping that at some point we do start to see some omicrons thrown on his team just because that's my favorite faction but that doesn't really it's not like they've they've gone bad or anything right i just want to see them be more relevant in like a specific game mode i don't yeah you know, i don't hopefully it's not tb but um uh, like really anything at this point. I don't care if it's TW or GAC. Yeah. Um, Fatal, did you have one? Did you already say one? I haven't said one yet. Can I get the question again? I was so focused on everyone else's responses. I forgot my... <laughs> oh, you're good. Um, Like, what? basically, what was the... Was there a team that's now, like, C-tier? Which, by the way, Kelvin, Iden is not C-tier, but um, we'll let it slide. Um. 
the <laughs> it's now C tier that you you like sometimes think about it and you're like, man, what could have been? Like what what you you know what team could have been uh like really awesome, but just kind of didn't pan out all the way. I haven't geared trench yet, but can I just like preemptively write that in? Is it is it too early for that? Were you um, ever, were you ever <laughs> excited for trench? <laughs> no, that's true. That's fair. Uh let me quick scroll. I maybe Sana, but I was also skeptical on Sana. I honestly it's Karth. I I oh, bought into yeah. Karth Cope way harder than I should have. Yeah. I've been I, thinking Karth this whole time. I mean whatever, man. I I got it on a Wampa and then that ended up paying off long term, so <laughs> I guess there was some salvage of that. And Candorus too played out, but like yeah, I've been on bet in on that team harder than I should have at the time. There was more important stuff going on, I think. But I mean, hey, Karth and Mission and Zalbar. I mean, I, I do want Zalbar, but Karth and Mission are still gear 12, so I I got out kind of okay, I guess. Yeah, that team that team was actually like when 3v3 first came out, my gosh, someone placed a, um, it wasn't even Karth lead, it was actually Lando lead. And it, it hard stopped me. <laughs> Like, I was just like, I was like, bro, what? <laughs> I was like, where, why? Like, how did this happen to me? It was wild. It was like one of the first 3v3s ever too. I was like, I just felt so dumb. I was like, man, that team like hard stopped me. Interesting. The Karth team? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't actually even Karth. It was just Mission Zalbar led by um, uh, Lando. Like one of the first three v threes that ever, like it was still like I want to say it was like Christmas break or something. Like it was like one of the first three v threes that ever happened. And he was like, "Yeah, man, like it's a legit thing." And I was like, "Man, that's so cool! I need to get that team." And then like it never held again. <laughs> that was sad for anyone. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it like legitimately hard stopped me. I was like, "Wow!" Like throw, let me throw fifteen teams at this thing. Like, yeah, I don't even have 15 teams to throw, but like I'm gonna throw them. I mean it it actually it it could it could get some decent holds. Actually like it, it was it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Um and I like we'd use it I know me and Solo for a while were using it to kill Night Sisters and stuff. Um but but then you run into like a good Night Sisters team and just get torched, so you know, gotta gotta look out yeah. for it. Uh, that was also back when like gear 12 was the max uh, out there. And it was just like, it's like relic nine is now like you only had your certain characters at gear 12. And so it was like, if you brought like, I don't know, just a, a gear 10 damage dealer, you just weren't used to having that stacking defense placed on a, a gear 12 character that Zalbar can get on him. It's like, I'm doing no damage to this guy. And when I even do any damage to him, like all these dots are healing him up. Like this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, well, like they, I know I'm, I'm always like, I even still, sometimes I'm like, man, Zalbar can do so like, he's just going to be so resilient. He's just going to heal and heal and heal. Like I'll put him like on a Darth Vader team or something. And, and then the reality is just like, he just gets hit three times and dies. <laughs> yeah. It's really sad. All right, guys, I'm going to have to call it here, but as always, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. 
Thanks for coming, Calvin. It was fun, man. It's fun having uh, uh Zadier JMKs, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's a good sign off, Calvin. It's good advice. <laughs> uh, alas. I need to see how the Nuggets are doing, guys. Has anybody, anybody been watching the game? I haven't. Mm. Well, Nuggets. Three minutes left. They're up by seven. Oof. All right. All right. Let's go. Um. All right. So... All right, let's go. Let's go through another couple uh, podcast questions. We might might have to end this early or something tonight. We don't might we might not have to either. I don't know if a uh, gom is going to be here tonight either. So, um, all right. So this person asked, just unlocked Darth Malgus for Sith Empire team. What is the best way to mod Darth Malak to use with him? SWGH.GG doesn't show a conclusive mod setup. What do you guys like and why? Oh god. Um it probably doesn't show conclusive mal malic setup because probably if there's probably like a good assortment of people that are like me that's still running like tenacity malic malic um from the Padme days. <laughs> um but I don't know. I mean I'm not quite sure. I guess just bulk i don't know if that's like the best way to go with him i mean i don't know fatal probably has way more insight on this than i do yeah i'd be interested to hear what fatal has to say i tend to just be like you know <laughs> just just make him beefy of some yeah. some way either a bunch of bulk or like i think i have a lot of protect or not protection um i, I think i have a lot of uh, defense on him right now. I know some people have really liked tenacity in the past. What are you running, Fatal? I don't even run mine with Malgus, so <laughs> I don't know Jeez. if that kind of counts me out. Uh, I mean, that might change this season, but I was running HK, and I run Mal Malik with C on defense. Uh, yeah, Be the I... C lifter you want to see in the world, <laughs> since so many people seem determined to still push on that. <laughs> What what do you um how so what's what's the mod setup do you have that you have for for that? Honestly, my Malik modding is lazy as hell. I I, I just tell how do you tell us give me something some mix of speed, health, and defense sets with four protection primaries, and I'm probably happy. I feel like that's like, I mean, yeah, he. I feel like there's if there's a character out there that can be like lazy modding, it's him, right? Like there's so many different mm -hmm. ways that you can go about it, but like yeah, just. At the end of the day, like, want them a little bit bulky. Don't want them to hit them too hard. You can combine those two things. Feel like you've got a, like a pretty successful Malgit Malik. <laughs> because his damage, I mean, like, it's not horrible, but it's not gonna like scale up. I mean, it scales up like kind of on its own. Um, and its biggest is obviously the drain. Yeah, it just it know. just feels like the the season of Malik modding tech. It kind of feels like they came in wet. Like he's kind of just doing that job now, right? I mean, it kind of ended around. I want to say like when we got the Darth Vader rework and all that stuff is like, you're just not releasing Malik in those situations where like, oh, he's got to resist those debuffs or like yeah. crit, crit avoid Malik or that type of stuff. It, like, yeah, I don't know. He he's kind of there to do his job and fear people if they hit him, and 
you know, Wampa will do that, and there's nothing you can really do to mod Malak against Wampa. I mean, what, maybe you could try Tenacity down for heal block, or Tenacity mods for heal block to try to stop that, but I don't think that matters. I think Wampa should just lose that either way. Yeah. I, not to give a boring answer, but just, yeah, if, if there is any Malak tech worth looking at, I'm not aware of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to agree. Like, yeah. And I, I told, because, you know, there's, there's different players out there, you know, like at different levels. And it's like, well, you know, what are you trying to stop? You know, like if, yeah. if, if you're, you know, you're still trying to like stop, you know, like if you're, you know, chromium or, you know, bronzium or whatever, like, and you're seeing a ton of Padme's and, uh, you know, you want to stop them from countering or you want to run like a Malik solo. Yeah, definitely, you know, go with some tenacity, make sure that, you know, JK doesn't land a heal immunity, but yeah, if, you know, it, at this guy, I'm assuming he's he's got Malgus. He's probably you know higher up in the. He's probably not. You know, you're not worried about Padme at that point, but just throw on some bulk, some defense, maybe. Yeah, I feel like that's you, you got a you've got a successful uh, Malik. Yeah, I I think there's there's probably just a good reason why there's no consistent way yeah. to mod him because. I, I don't know when the last time I even checked um, my opponent's Malik's mods. Yeah. Like, I check his relic level. <laughs> I check if he's R9. A lot of people seem to have it. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, you know, yeah. Sometimes I'll accidentally, I'll be like, what's it? What's Malik's speed? Oh, I clicked on Malik. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yep. Sorry, bud. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're fat. Oh, you're, you're Malik. Oops. You're the other guy who we can't see his chin. Got it. Um, I think he's, yeah, he does fine, man. He's good. Good yeah. as is. So, um, it's a good question though, actually. I've wondered yeah. that for a while. I, I've, I've looked at a few different people's modding and it's so different every time. I do think what, so one thing I will say is it, like, so people are asking about like for our level, um, we never see Padme teams uh, at, at lower levels, and Padme is still like a, a potential team that you might see, like Padme lead. Uh, Malak might want tenacity there, yeah, just to stop the uh, healing immunity. From I mean, that probably isn't going to be a huge deal, especially in threes. I don't I don't think they could kill you fast enough. But in fives, that that might that might be worth considering at least. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Totally agreed there. Uh, yeah, there's there's definitely certain scenarios where you just want tenacity on them. Um, under Malgus, though, it's not really one of those scenarios. He's just, I feel like he's just there to to punish anyone that AOEs by fearing them, and then yeah, forcing a drain every once in a while, <laughs> putting a shock on someone. Like it's kind of he's just he's there as like a a secondary support to what Malgus is doing. But yeah, I mean, I think ultimately my answer is what Ando said of like, you, you mod for what you're worried about your opponent using. I mean, in no way dunking on HOAs.gg, but like that page, if you just need like, if you don't legitimately don't know what to put on and you don't care to do any amount of research, then that resource is perfectly fine but it's not a good resource. It, it, it's an indication for what everyone uses and nobody's good at this game. So <laughs> it, it's just the popular vote. And like, it's probably okay. Right. You, you'll at least 
fit in with the average, but it's not a good answer. Right. You'll, you'll probably what you'll end up is with some some version of what like is commonly taken for territory war guilds. Totally. Right. You know. One hundred percent. That's good way to put it. That's that's not the worst possible outcome, honestly. Yeah. You know, you'll probably like, end up with protection and health or defense sets or speed or whatever. But yeah. So so I keep hearing this persistent rumor, and I, I haven't really like tried to check it out or anything if you guys heard like people keep saying okay so if you want if you really want to win against like malik or um lord vader for that matter teams that have that turn their protection into health all you have to do is preload and then uh like you send it a burner and, and die and then they lose all the protection doesn't go like they don't dump that prote max protection into their health anymore like they just lose that have you guys heard that before because I, I I've heard that probably like five different times, and every time people fight hard about it, they're like, "No, that's how it works." And I'm like, "You probably all watch the same random video on YouTube about it." But I've always been curious if there's any grain of truth behind that. I've never heard it, but I've almost definitely been in preload situations that would have triggered that, and I never saw it happen. But I don't have like active receipts to say like, "No, it's clearly wrong." yeah i don't, yeah i don't know i mean i mean yeah there's been times where i know i've i've had to you know i kill every person on a darth revan team and then i had to clean up like a solo malik and it was just like with like uh you know jtr and i'm just sitting there just like doing no damage to him just like paper cutting him to death and i feel like if that was one without protection that that overall protection number i feel like that would have gone down a lot quicker. Okay, actually, I'm 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 like ninety five percent sure that it's wrong, because when stat conversion happens like that, it's not really looking at the current. I believe it just looks at the max pool, and then the percentage of the current health gets inherited into the new pool. It's kind of the same thing that happens with five sacrifice, I believe. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, and, I I was pretty sure. But if yeah, so five sacrifice happens you then uh, you get out of the that battle then you come in they're just back to regular right i'm saying like when five right. sacrifice happens if a clone is at like 60 percent health they uh -huh. will still be at 60 percent health uh, after okay. his sta sacrifice stats are added but like the percentage stays the same so like right. for lord Six, vader yeah i would think that's end of it oh go ahead go. good i was just gonna say for lord vader you know lord vader starts at 100 percent health or whatever he has like, are, are, are the people who are claiming it positive that they didn't just have Lord Vader, like, chipped out when they started and then, like, forgot about it? And it was like, oh, the protection went away or something? Like, you know, I, it's never been people that I've known very well, uh, you know, and there's no shade on people who have who have claimed it or whatever. I just, um, it's never seemed very worthwhile to truly investigate because, I mean, like, I, I think, what was it, um, Rokaran who said... Yeah, he said that'd make Lord Vader cleanups easy. And I tend to agree. It's like that people load their Lord Vader up with so much protection that if if you just suddenly lost the hundreds of thousands of, of protection on him, right. like that that would just yeah, yeah. you just it, it would be fairly easy. Right. Like you wouldn't lose a bounty hunter cleanup or something. Like you would just be like, Yeah, all right, that was like so freaking easy. We could have probably like undermanned this. 
Seriously. I mean, I, yeah, I tend to undermine uh, after, after going through a season of, of just using my uh, bounty hunters to just, you know, three man bounty hunters, killing Lord Vader straight up. Yeah. Like in 5v5. Now, if I ever have to clean it up, I just undersize anyways. Cause it's like, well, if a full, if a 3v3 bounty hunter team could beat a 3v3 Lord Vader team, then a 3v3 in five, like, you, you could definitely clean up a Lord Vader with one or with just three characters, even in vibes. It, it's bullshit. I I I pulled on pulled a Lord Vader in week two. It didn't happen. I just looked. Nice. I've got receipts. Right. Nailed it. All right. All right. Killed, uh, killed this... that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as much of a rumor as that. I, I just keep I kept hearing it. Like you know, if, every once in a while you hear something and you hear something and you're like. I don't know about you guys. Like, there's there's enough of this game that's just unknown that I, I rarely yeah. just totally discount something is out out of hand. Like, I'm not, I'm usually not like, no, that's not po-. like unless I have some kind of factual basis for it. I'm usually not yeah. just like, no, that's not true. I'm like, I I don't think so. I <laughs> I I'm like, look at these things. Like, here are my thoughts on it. But I don't know for sure. So it's it's one, just one of those things. It's like, well. Maybe worth just a quick little check, little chat. That's all. That's all. It's a double check. Is like you can never really, really, truly say no on something with this game unless you have receipts. Right. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, there's been a ton of things that I'm like, guys, what about this? And people are like, no. Like they just. I've been dismissed so much in this game sometimes, and sometimes it's like worthwhile. Like people should have dismissed me, but there have been other times I'm like, I told you, I knew it. And you doubted me. And everyone's like, not interested in you told me so. So I'm like, I am interested yep. in them. <laughs> the moment ego starts popping up with this game is like, okay, dude. Like, yeah. I kind of start shutting down every, or like just ignoring anything that person says. True. True. All right. Let's do a couple more of these. Um, Zero Karen asked, what's more concerning with CG and game prognosis? The new releases with bugs or. The new releases with balance issues. Um, I'm gonna have to have an example of balance issue. I guess that... it'd be like Riva beating everything, uh, probably. It's not really new. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know. I mean, that part. I. I. It sucks for the player base usually to go through something like that because it's it's a huge jump. But yeah, I kind of agree. Like we've been through that before. That part to me, the if I had to pick one of those two options, it'd probably be the amount of bugs. And because they're at this point, they're they're like releasing way more bugs than they're fixing. And if you get to that point in uh, in a lot of like development or and or just like you know take a ton of real life stuff, and you can kind of apply the same logic but it's just like you get to a point where like it becomes like almost unfixable like with the amount of bugs that you get like things start crossing over and like you just you fall so far behind and that can really happen fast in a any sort of like computer engineering uh computer science you know programming whatever you you know you you want to call it that can happen really really quick and um yeah, that that can be worrisome for like multiple echelons of thing, right? Like game health, company health, you know, overall like 
how much content or future like the game can hold um, because eventually someone just goes, this isn't even worth our time trying to fix like the, you know, I'm not saying that the, that's where they're at, but I'm just saying like that can lead you down that road very, very quickly. Yeah. I, I expected the bugs to happen with the beta program going away. And I mean, the ideal case scenario would be to see that return, but with more trustworthy people or something like, right. I don't know. I think it was it did like an un, undeniable amount of good, like keeping the game. I mean, you you can see the clear before and after, right? Anyone who was like joking on the beta tester program, like <laughs> we have the results, we had the clear before and after. Like, no, they they were catching stuff constantly, right? And so, you know, I know why CG closed it, but also like maybe there's been enough time for wounds to heal that they could like reconsider it, find some more trustworthy people. Yeah. And that's what they did to be fair. Like they did do that with the, um, from game changers and leading up to beta testers. Right. Like, right. So I would assume at some point they're going to be like, guys, <laughs> enough is enough. We need, we have like big content pushes and we need like to, you know, do some sort of QA on this. That'd just be my, what I would think that they would do. Could be completely wrong. But yeah, I would assume that they're going to let some time pass. They will find who they think were, were trustworthy people because I'm sure they, at this point, they know who leaked. And they'll be like, hey man, we seem like we had a good working relationship. Would you be interested in coming back? You know, just we want to keep it to one or two people at this point, but I, even like even if it's just that, you know, like yeah, I've, what was right. it, Ranger, Ranger, and yeah. Gom, they hit, if it was just yeah. like Ranger and Gum, I I don't care, right? Like let let it be two man group, but just <laughs> right. We need the guard back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're totally right. I I mean we we lose we lost a lot when that program shut down and i know a lot of people i mean when it, so when i was talking about it on my channel and people that there, there was a lot of comments actually from people who were like good who cares we don't need those guys they didn't do anything for us and i i mean like like a, like you say fatal i think that's demonstrably false i think that there's just <laughs> they got they got a ton of stuff and just because you didn't see an immediate dip in the in, in the product now now we're seeing it now they're done like with all the stuff that those guys had their hands on and uh not not everything's garbage but there there certainly is a dip in the quality and i we could really use we could really use a boost like from from some group i just it's also an interesting thing like how how long does does cg expect this game to keep going like they they say they tell us that it's going to last forever you know, they intend to last, have it last forever. And there's not really an indicator of it slowing down, honestly. Like, there's there's honestly more, up. There's yeah. more logins now than there was, uh, you know, a year ago, for instance. Um, I was skeptical, too, but the with the recent GEC data stuff, it was like, he showed me, like, no, it's at, like, there's more people. There, it'll, yeah. it'll raise more. It, it's going to be just because the... The content that they that currently Star Wars is producing is really high, right? Like, like there's a lot of new people coming to Star Wars because it's not it's not just approaching the same angles that it was for a long time, which is like, hey, let's appease like the old fans, right? Like, 
Andor was a complete shift in that, you know, like it's like, Hey, this isn't just a kid's show or like, it's not like, you know, it's not surrounded by like, just like bad things can happen basically, you know, like there's, there's like absolutely bad things that can happen. And I think that that brought in a, a lot of people, the new Mando season, like, even though you'll find that it's very polarizing within the star Wars community, like sometimes polarizing just means that people are making more videos, talking about it more getting, which gets more people exposed to it. Um, and you know, the Ahsoka trailer, like I'm sure like many people looked at that and they're like, dude, that looks freaking amazing. Um, and like, they're like, what, what kind of star Wars games can I play? And then they saw the list of two (laughs) and they're like galaxy of heroes. It is like either that or a place Swotor, (laughs) which is even older. It's not funny to me to see how many people like went to Swotor. Yeah. It's like a sizable amount of people. Yeah. Yeah, both games have actually received pretty yeah. good bumps. I, I can't, be- the I can't I believe how well they're doing. Yeah. It, it was like Swotor was just like quietly like killing it for the longest time. Yeah. Everyone just assumed it was a dead game. I did. I certainly thought so. I, I'm. I can't even still. I'm like, because uh, my perception was that it was just going to die soon, and then it just keeps clinging on. I'm like, oh, okay, they have they have like a loyal base of. Of like 10 people who play <laughs> yeah. and that's apparently enough for them to keep making content like cool but but like it's enough that they keep making new like they keep making expansions and stuff which um i mean that's just generally a sign of health i think right so yeah i i'm like man maybe i should start playing that game i, I don't know like it it's older than galaxy of heroes oh yeah super old i know i got burned with uh Star Wars Galaxies. Did you guys ever play that? I knew all that. I was just never much of an MMO player. There, there was this thing where, like, you had to do these profession grinds. Like, every every character had like five hidden professions that, if you maxed them out, like, if you got the max to you know to the top of the skill level tree or whatever, um, it, then like you know, you'd get a check mark, like an invisible check mark. You never you never knew if it was the right one. But you, if you got all five or something, then you unlocked force sensitivity. And so it was the professions grind. Everyone is just grinding all the professions. And, you know, like the skill trees, you only have a certain number of skill points you were allocated. So you had to just, um, you're like, all right, I'm an architect. Okay, I'm a master architect. I'm done now. Um, So you just dump all that skill into the garbage basically um so i got i got i unlocked force sensitive on my account um the night before i went off to basic training for the military and i was like yes this is awesome i'm gonna come back i'm gonna you know be able to start doing all these like really awesome quests and then when i got back um they just turned on like it was just like a normal quest to become force sensitive and it was like everyone was way farther ahead than me and i was like i'm done I'm never playing this game again. So that was the last time I ever played an MMO. <laughs> yeah. Feels bad, man. Um, all right, you guys want to do one more question and then call it good? I'm done. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, just picking one at random here. Uh, let's see. All right. 
So, all right, Varth Dater asks, obviously the Tuscans are going to be useful in the new raid, but how effectively are they in territory battles, GAC territory wars? It seems like some of these crazy turn meter loaded teams in territory battles, for example, troopers on Baraka, which Tuscans couldn't be used there, by the way, um, could be countered by the momentum mechanic. So, I think Tuscans were a mistake. I, I think that they hit the meta a little bit too hard. I, I do expect them to have pretty consistently good usage over time. Um, maybe the worst you could say for them is that they'll always have some baked and inherent risk of like, I don't know. You know, they don't really have like tanks or anything outside of 3v3. So maybe there's a risk that like some matchups with good Terminator trains, you know, like people were counting my CLS with Tuscans this season, like fairly often. Yeah, for example. that happened to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so, like, maybe, like, is there a risk of, like, if Han just shoots Chieftain first, maybe it's losable? Like, maybe the worst you could say is that there's always going to be some risk associated with it. But their arguments for use case are, like, stronger than, a, like, Sana or Trench to me. Like, yeah, they will matter. I'm, I'm about to do a 3v3 Omicron for Tuscan Chieftain. Or not Chieftain, uh, Raider is the one. That thing's a bit broken, though. You could just you just walk in and kill them like they're like hey what you have an omicron what's that you just like kill them i'm pretty sure it's working or at least i fought it last season hmm. and it completely destroyed me hmm okay well maybe I, I, I don't know for sure you know do your research before applying an omicron in any case but especially this case uh, la- last time i just i know that i killed one of them and then i was like all right and now he's gonna revive and then he just didn't I, and I didn't have any, like, no revived crons or anything. Like, it, it was just like, oh, he's dead, I guess. It's just, one of, like, really one of those lame moments of, uh, of like, you, you just, like, caught with your pants down. And, like, it would have been an epic fight. But instead, it's just this really lame, just, like, someone sucker punches you and you, like, lose. That's, I mean, I just walked in and I just one hit and killed the thing. And that was it. That was that. No, no revive. So, uh, with, with that one really strong piece of evidence, which actually is not like unstrong, but um, yeah, that was I, I was fairly sure that that it didn't work. And then I had to fight it one other time that season, and I don't know what I used. I, I didn't want to take chances, but um, seemed like it was easier than it should have been. What do you think, Ando? I guess you don't have him yet. Are you are you going for yeah. him? Are you working on him? Yeah, I mean, I'm going for him. It's the same thing that I did with the Inquisitors. I mean, they're kind of like my next thing anyways. I mean, I guess technically I'm working on Zoria as well in the meantime, but um, I will, if it comes down to resources and like, you know, gear and stuff, like I won't, I'll skip the Zori team just because like, I they made it so convincing, right? Like last time, like just, just if they tell you to farm something, you farm it. <laughs> like that's just the, it might not be the most fun thing. It might not be like the most, you might not love Tuscans or you might not love the Inquisitors, but it's just like, you, you're just going to pay for it at the end of the day. I mean, you can be, you can be stubborn, I guess, about it, but uh, just, I'm going to go for them. They seem like they're a solid squad. They do a lot. Uh, kind of like Fatal was saying, like they seem so like anti-meta. I'm curious to see how the Seer team is too, because it's like there's another one where it's like, yeah, like speed equals bad, which like 
everything before them is like speed is good. You know, like this is it's a turn based team. Like you want as much speed as possible, even on the characters that are like nest. Like you can't argue, you can argue for having no speed on them because they can still be useful, but you can't argue that nest going first or something like that makes her a worse character. She might be easier to kill in certain instances, but like having her go and take ripped 15% turn meter and daze people, you know, fast is not like a a terrible thing. Having her stun someone is not a terrible, like her taking turns doesn't necessarily mean bad. It's just, we've been like, Hey, speed matters so much. So like if you can cut corners on any characters, right? Like emphasis is one of them. But yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how Seer does and um and Tuscans are kind of like that too. Like, I mean, they're more about turn meter gains, but uh even I've been using them in conquests, like to get the feats and stuff, like even at the low stars, like I don't know, like they just seem like a really interesting squad that we'll have to think a little bit different about how we use them and how we design or try to bait out the Tuscans on offense or I guess VR defense. Yeah. I'm so I'm, I'm not totally sold that they're, I think, okay. So may, maybe they will be good long-term just in terms of their, their turn meter, uh, you know, negation sort of. Um, I just don't, you know, my, my alt is forced to, you know, just kind of ignore certain, certain teams and certain things like you just you just can't get everything it's just not not possible um and especially when i don't have a lot of the the gls still on that account and i just keep thinking i probably especially for an alt i'm probably not going to play the raid that much so how how much value do tuscans have outside of of the raid Uh, you know the raid is a compelling reason to work on them don't get me wrong. I think that that's one of the most important things uh, you, you can you can work on right now. But other than the raid, <clears throat> um, uh, you know, they yes, they seem like they could do some decent good. Uh, you know, on in GAC to be able to negate things and everything. Um, I I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just don't have the right strategy. Maybe I don't have the right modding or whatever. Like they they just also sometimes just get. It seems like they get caught flat footed and just get wiped out. At times. It just depends on which matchup you bring them into, right? There there are some that they will just instantly win. And like they don't have to run full Tuscans either. Like you can easily draft a pre taunt fifth or whatever if you want to rig the odds. Um Yeah, that's true. I think maybe maybe I'm think I'm thinking too linearly in terms of like maybe I just should take I shouldn't take all five Tuscans, but so far, I mean, and they're not modded great either. I just finally got Tuscan Chieftain a little bit of speed because he's one. Is he the fastest character in the game right now besides Galactic Legends? Uh, he might have good base speed, but they don't really have competitive boosters or steroids. Yeah, he's 204 plus, I think, zero. Yeah, he's 204 plus zero. So, like, technically the fastest, but also extremely slow. <laughs> right right well exactly i'm not i'm just like you, you can make him fairly fast if he's if everyone's just standing there comparing just their base speed then he's yeah. he can outrace all of them um you know which is good because you know you got to get away from those trains that you're afraid of so um no i 
I'm not totally convinced that they're going to have a ton of lasting power. Like they'll probably be fine. I just, it's also a really tough sell. Like you only have two characters that are required right now for that, for that team. So three of them are just, you, you have to go from scratch and you know, it's a lot, a lot of gear for, for people. And I, I don't know. I'm, I don't mean to say that they're not going to be good. I just, I, I'm curious, like right now I'm, I, my alt is considering passing up on Afra. I'm wondering if they can do the same with Tuscans. My guess is that Tuscans will be a little better than Afro. I would skip Seer before Tuscans. I guess we, we don't know what Cal looks like, so we don't know if Cal is going to be worth getting or not. Cal could just be Cal another goes, Afro for all we know. Or if Cal is going even on that team. Oh, yes. Right. The, the, the Survivor Cal is going to be a Jedi. And yeah. Old Cal, I don't think, is going on the team either. I just don't think Seer is a real team. Yeah. Seer seems like a cleanup option yeah yeah because yeah it sounds like the new cows a jedi which yes. yeah that doesn't gonna it's not really gonna fit with that team i mean they're, they're, they'll probably have call outs to it just like afro has a call out to chrysanthemum but it's just like you don't run chrysanthemum <laughs> with afro <laughs> that call out is so dumb that call out has single-handedly baited a lot of players to just waste their afro team Oh my gosh. I, I fought a few teams with Chris Anton in there. I'm like, oh, thank you. That was considerate. Thank you. Like, if, if only if he just did like a pre taunt or something, what, like when with Afra pre taunts. Like, yeah, right. they, they could have done anything, but they didn't. They just did a little bit for flavor. And right. that flavor, you know, if they want to post their Java team with just Gamgard. Go for it, dude. You should try it. You should definitely try it, but only when you're fighting me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, yeah, because I actually think, if I remember right, Seer actually does have a few callouts to Jedi, right? Um, so that, that, and, but like, I never remember th anything that was compelling, but like, yeah, they'll probably, it'll probably just be like, okay, like, cool. So where is Cal, Jedi, Jedi Knight Cal going? <laughs> he's not going on Seer team. I mean, I, I think he's, I'm I'm hoping he's the Jedi Master Luke Clifter, or at least the unofficial one. I yeah, hope that like that's a, yeah, just an unofficial one. Yeah, like yeah. May, maybe he'll have a unique that says like with with like what whatever leader he joins gains um the, only the leader gains like seventy percent protection. Yeah, or something. <laughs> he's the new he's the new permanent Kron for... Data Kron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or JML. Like, give him some potency, too, while you're at it. <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah. And he gets, like, 50% potency. <laughs> so that way... It's, it's just uh, a unique that says, yeah, just the only the leader on that team gets the following stats. Like, not even Cal gets it. That'll right. be great. Okay, so uh, we'll wrap up in just a minute. What do you guys think, though? Uh, so Survivor Cal is going to have three territory battle Omicrons. What use could that have? Like, what realistic? Not Not just, like... Obviously, we're all a little incredulous because we don't like, I, I don't know, uh, maybe you guys have territory battle crons, uh, but for me, I'm like, I don't need them. I think that's not a necessary element for me. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on it, though? Like, what what could what could be a real reason he has three Omicrons for territory battles? I'm still holding out hope that I don't think it's three TB Amis. Like one's TB and the other two are like territory war or something. No, I think it'll just be like a Grand Inquisitor. It'll just be three for TW or three for GAC. If you go, all right, court is in session. 
if you go look at the actual, what is it? Good usage three. Where is it in the announcement? I'm in the bonus guide journey. It, pretty sure it says at the very end or something. If I remember right, there's like some sort of like, hey, and he's gonna have three, three Omicron. Is it in the road ahead, baby? Road ahead, February three. Terra Cal Kestis. I want to get the exact wording so I can make my case. I'll try to look for it yeah. as well. You can expect to use Cal Kestis Survivor in dedicated TB missions and will be able to make good usage of his three dedicated Omicrons. I don't know that that necessarily implies three TB Omicrons. I guess. I'm coping extremely hard right now, but. <laughs> when you put it that way, it does. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't necessarily say it's three on tb and if it is three tb omicrons the answer for how you use them is you don't you don't apply them <laughs> and the only way i would ever apply them is if they locked a character inside a mission and the omicron was pretty much soft required to beat it to be able to get shards right if they did that i would apply it but yeah. otherwise that's pretty much where i'm at too Yeah, it's kind of why I'm also saving one for potentially Bausch Leia. Because, like, if, if Crate, like, unlocks, like, Cobb Vant, if that raid, like, has Cobb Vant, then it's like, okay, I, I'll try harder. <laughs> or, yeah, I mean, CG's playing their easier. cards so close right now. <laughs> we, we just don't know what we're possibly working towards is Zepho gonna have a character is the raid gonna have a character i'd be fucking shocked if the raid didn't yeah but... oh yeah 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 i i fully expect like i don't know if expects the right word but like i'm if they're developing a new raid and new raid system i would assume that we're getting a character in there or some sort yeah like a character or ship but i mean character is what i'm kind of assuming but yeah, Watch I mean, it's it's gonna be one of the new Sith ships, and it's just <laughs> God. they could, they certainly let's, could. Let's kill, let's kill countless crate dragons so we can unlock a a Sith ship that existed five thousand years ago. I mean, five, yeah, they like because to what what the raid system sounds totally like to me is it sounds like a very similar system that conquest is right now <laughs> like you, you you're locked out of it for certain time periods you get certain time periods to to do whatever you need to do in it and there's two tracks in it right like you you get a guild reward and you get a personal reward that in conquest is just a regular reward um track and a battle pass track and yeah, it just, it feels like, and I think they even said, like, you'll be able to collect your rewards, like, as you go through. Um, I don't know. just feels like that's just another, like, Conquest-esque, like, reward structure to me. I don't know. We'll see, though. I'm, I would be really, really shocked if there was no new character in there. So that, yeah. that, would, that would actually kind of be surprising to me. I mean, Rancor didn't have one. And I know that Rancor was just was kind of a C placeholder. But... Yeah. That, that was a remake of an old raid. Yeah. And, like, yeah. But, like, every... 
new concept of a raid. They really just turned the difficulty up, and they put a few new mechanics. But I mean, I know everyone wants to point to that one, but one, I think like they hate that raid <laughs> because it was—I won't say it was a failure, but like they didn't. There was a lot of things that went wrong with that raid, and if it was just supposed to be like a new difficulty that was supposed to give us this relegate. But I, I would be like really, really shocked if they put all this work into it and they were just like, yeah, like it's just more rewards for you guys. You can't design interesting PV encounters for every team of the game, yeah. just like realistically. So I, I think the fact that they're making it factional shows to me, I think they're putting skin back in the game and saying, no, we're, we're going to give you bespoke encounters for a narrow window of factions so that you know we can actually design for the stuff you'll be fighting and not like hey do you ever hear of <laughs> anakin with knights is before no oh you didn't test for that oh sorry guys you know yeah. uh yeah no i like every raid that they've done so far even Pit introduced something big right wasn't it a relegate or something it's relegate yeah yeah i mean i would assume this raid will be something It'll be something, that's for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I I don't know what to think, honestly. I, I hope I hope that it's gonna be great. Honestly, I, I hope it's gonna be wonderful. I'm not I'm I'm afraid of spending more time in the game, frankly. Like I'm basically just, just gonna throw in the towel for territory battle pretty soon, which I mean I think Ando already has, and I probably am late oh, to yeah. the party. But um <laughs> Hold, hold deploys, baby. Do do your fleet CMs and deploy. It's like yeah. the best system of all time. Like it's freaking amazing. Oh, and obviously Riva, but sure. Um, yeah, that that's literally it. I don't do a single mission beyond that. It's freaking so amazing. Yeah, sounds sounds kind of nice. Um. All right, guys. Shall we uh, just call it tonight? Yeah, it sounds good. All right. Oh, one thing I did, one thing I have been wondering. Um, I, okay, so I'm, I'm sorry to drag us back into it after I set that expectation, <laughs> but um, I, I, I want to know what you guys' thoughts are because I, I keep wondering, like, CG keeps giving us this, uh, you know, like they, they're going to give us they're going to give us the gear from all the older other raids, right? Like it's all just this big right. stack of, of raids that rewards that we're going to get, but they, they did go out of their way to say like, all right, uh, challenge pit is just gone. It's out of the game forever. And they didn't really address like, are we also going to be getting the gear that we used to get from challenge pit? Uh, like, cause that, those are the best rewards in the game. In fact, like they're, they're essential. They're, they're really important for a lot of people. Um, yeah. Do you think we'll still get those rewards despite the fact that they're axing it? Because the way they worded it, it seemed like they were saying like, okay, you'll get all the rewards from all existing raids, but CPIT's not going to exist anymore. Therefore, are we like, is this just going to be just like a, basically a, a rehash of the CPIT rate rewards? Are we going to get CPIT rewards plus whatever crate raid also? I mean, we've seen how CG's operated with the, these types of maneuvers in the past, and I mean, people like to pass cynical, but like they've always operated in good faith. But like sometimes they would even like up the actual income that we get compared to what we had before. So like, typically they have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I, I mean, we won't know until we know, and, and you know, 
be prepared for anything. Stay skeptical. But I wouldn't assume negative. Like, yeah, we'll see. If I, I really was hoping and wishing that the April Road Ahead was going to get us the answers, and it didn't. And so they're keeping their cards close to their chest, and I guess we'll find out when we find out. But <laughs> yeah, it, we're we're just we're in this uncomfortable layover period right now where we don't know what the pace of the treadmill is. We don't know what we're running towards. We're just hoarding and waiting for yeah. a while longer. What did think, Ando? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's really, really hard for them to make it be equal like to what we were getting with the three raids. Because, I mean, if you think about it, so I think it's it basically like you can only run one raid a week because you get yeah. three days of it, and then it's like a three-day like cooldown period. It's going to be and like a conquest you, box or something, basically, right? Right. And like, but if you think about it, like three day or like basically a week um, is at least one Sith raid, probably two tank raids, at least one, you know, pit raid or like one sea pit raid, and then like two or three um, actual pit raids, which, you know, I, like it's just that's going to be a lot of rewards. Plus, like, one thing that I've kind of wondered too is like, okay, so. What happens like like I know you know there's a lot of low end guilds like they need they need Han they need uh uh Kenobi they need Treya like is it are all are you gonna just get you know ten of each of those shards per one raid or like how's that gonna work so I, at the at the end of the day like yeah I, I kind of agree with Fatal like they with rewards they usually end up being like pretty fair with it like sometimes they will like up the ante a little bit but like i'm just am kind of skeptical at this point like if we really do see that same thing like sometimes cpit can give you some crazy amount of kairos it just it would be really surprising to me i guess if we did see like just one box come in after three days of rewards and we're just like holy crap yeah like this is pretty crazy I mean, we we already have that in the game with conquest boxes, right? Like, I I just assume it's going to be like that. Yeah, I mean, I think because like I I thought about that too. It's like I I'm pretty sure with raids and stuff. Like, obviously, we don't get all the material and whatnot. Like, raids. If you if you like leveled out like raids in a two week time frame, like you actually would. Like that's a huge box to to get. I mean. Like I said, it won't. It wouldn't be equal to conquest because it's there's no real comparable. Because I mean, like, you're not getting the same shards and you're not getting the like um, slicing mats and all that crap. But like, it, that'd be a huge box too to get if you like just could save all your rewards from two weeks and then open it all at the same time. I, I don't think they're like per time spent in game. Like it's probably the best game mode out there. Like raids are because most of them, you know. They, you do like a five or 10 minute run on CPIT and it's like you, you get, you score your, your box. And then I guess, uh, Sith raid, you, you spend a little bit more time. Yeah, I think that's fair. It, 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 it is per, that's a great point that for get, for how amount of time spent in game raids are probably the most lucrative. Yeah. If you, if you, yeah, like I said, if you if you if you compared it 
like for and like that's what that's always been my thing with tw if you're not an officer like and you're just showing up and you're taking a few fights and you're requesting even on hot utils or like hotbot like getting a couple of zetas getting like you know a few carbonti and like all that other stuff like some chirotech and and like some of the relic mats and then the you know the datacron slicing um or re-slices i should say like per time spent is actually really not that bad people though like i mean again like experiences vary like if you're an officer you're just like you're working for like scraps um for the amount of time you spent in it but yeah like it's actually not a bad gig yeah that's interesting it's an interesting uh point of view to think of it and just in terms of like kind of you can almost think of it in like dollars per hour kind of thing right yeah 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 if you show up like like for territory wars you show up and you do i think what 10 fights each of them take you know three ish minutes you get a decent amount. Like, I'm not saying it's amazing. I'm not saying it's like it couldn't use a boost, but you do that twice a week. Yeah, you know, it's it adds up for sure. It's not bad. And then same thing with raids. Like, gosh, when I didn't play for two months, I didn't realize how much like I would miss the sea pit <laughs> because it's just like that's where like you get lucky sometimes and you just land like full Kairos and you're like, Oh great. That's like 50 right there. Like I don't need to do, I don't need to do like 50 refreshes on this thing on this one node. It's true. It's good. Uh, it's good insight Endo. I like it. Um, all right. Well, Chippy started commenting in comments. So I think it's time to, uh, <laughs> Leave. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, I love Chippy. Um, all right, guys. Any last lo- words of wisdom? Stay skeptical. <laughs> don't yeah. don't believe what's on the tag. Look under the hood for new characters for raid rewards. I mean, raid or whatever we're gonna do because you don't really have a choice. But you know, make sure that the shiny new thing is actually as shiny as it looks. A good one. Uh, I mean, I I tend to think of that in real life. Just um, you should be skeptical. Like, why why should you trust? Like, I've I've always I've long thought that the the like best skill set a person could have, the best gift, the best talent, whatever a person could have, is discernment in who to trust. Because um, you can't you can't know everything, but if you can find people who are actually trustworthy, or you know, being able to being able to sift through what what like is probably a lie, so um, it's probably yeah. probably important. So good good advice, Fatal. I agree. <laughs> All right. Sure. Anything else, Ando? Last words of wisdom. Um. Yeah. No. Just like I said in chat, just don't trust me. So <laughs> trust Agreed. nobody, not even yourself. Yeah. Don't even trust your own ability to do anything. Right. It'll be all right. <laughs> right. Every time you think that you're really good at this game, uh, go watch Fatal and realize that you aren't. Yeah. Yeah. Watch me and realize that nobody is. We all suck <laughs> at this game. It's a it's a tough game to be good at, to be honest. That's why it's fun to play. In my opinion. 
<laughs> Chippy with the gifted shame sub to Ando. Wonderful. <laughs> That's true. All right. Good way to go out, guys. Um, all right, thank you both for coming. Um, no thanks to Calvin for leaving early. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's fun having him on too. I'm a little bit more low key of a of a gambit night, but um, yeah, let's uh let's raid. It looks like Mary J is going, so we can raid him. And um, yeah, here I'll, I'll turn off the recording of this. Here we go. <laughs>